Christo Fufas on Talk Radio. Otherwise, well, that's discriminating against people who can't dance, isn't it? Talking of which, I can, I can he's dance. Nice. He's, the can you? he's the best dancer on Talk dance. Radio. I'm, thank you. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, you should see me and Julia Hartley Brewer um, yeah. doing the electric boogaloo. Wow. Well, I've got a very good hip wiggle. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you have to, don't you, to, um, sorry. <laughs> for access. <laughs> I don't know what that means, but no, thank no you. reason you should. For access to the studio. Sure, why not? For access. That's what you called it? <laughs> that's not what I meant. Yeah. That's your, that's your euphemism? Do you want to come in my studio? Do Work some, some jingles? <laughs> Do some body, body popping. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and a very big audience for that studio oh, as well. Thank you very yes. much indeed. Oh, yes. Um, that is the voice of Ian Lee. I have been a mere warm-up act for this man, and now he is here with the late night alternative. What are you discussing? We've got Paul Denang coming in. Oh, have yeah. you? Yeah, we've got Paul Denan coming Dangerous in. Dangerous Denan. Yeah, I sort of know him a little bit, but I don't know him brilliantly, so he's going to come in and we're going to talk drugs. Do you know what I'm interested in him uh, as well is the yeah. original, because he was in the original Celebrity Love Island. Do you remember? He was, yeah, yeah. And that was before Strange it went program, absolutely though. insane and became yeah. what it is well, now. It like Celebrity Love Island, yeah. And with Abby Titmus, I think she was in it. Abby Titmus. Oh, Abby Titmus. And, and Callum Best, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was a weird old time. We'll, we'll just, you know, uh, uh, Christopher, we'll just sit, we're just going to chew the fat tonight. Ask him about, I think he took out uh, Tony Soprano once, who was over here. You know, what's his real, uh, Gandalfini? He took up Gandalf, Lord from Lord of the Rings. Yeah, from the, because he was in The Sopranos, and, uh... Was Paul Denan was not in The the Sopranos. Paul they asked him to take out Tony Soprano and London. Well, uh, I mean, we can't just end on that story, so... Ask him about it, he's got a great story, probably can't say it on the radio, though, but it's interesting. Well, that's going to be coming up next. Ash, thank you very much, indeed. Uh, Ian Lee, thank you. Thank you, Coming up next, you can enter my studio anytime. Coming up next, it is, of course... Is that a euphemism? It absolutely is. Uh, coming up, it is Ian Lee, and of course... Christo gave me Permanent residence. swipe it. all of that coming back, I'm I'm back tomorrow night at 7 o'clock, keeping the seat warm for James once again. Ian Lee coming up next here about that James thing. on Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Catherine has been fired for being um, uh, racially insensitive and homophobic. Catherine Boyle will not be part of the show anymore. Please welcome my new co-host, is Paul Denang. Good evening, Paul. Hi, Ian. How are you? I'm fine, Paul. Now, um, I may not be doing this show for much longer, and I'll tell you why. What? I'm embarking on a musical career. <gasps> And, um, I would like to play you a song that I wrote yesterday during the show. Wow. Improvise it. And I'm doing all the parts. You're so talented. Thank you. Another reason we sat Cass. She wouldn't say that. So we're just going to turn the microphones off so we can hear it in the studio. This is my song from last night. Oh, baby, I want to love you so much. Oh, baby, I want to love Oh, baby, 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 I wrote that myself, improvised it, I'm doing all the parts, four track, myself, um, uh, uh, I mean, I mean, I'm in shock. I've thrown this at you. I've you, thrown <laughs> this at you. You weren't expecting I'm, this. I'm, I'm, I'm Let usually never stuck for words. Yeah. Um. Let it sink in. I mean, the production. Mm. <laughs> isn't it? Could be. Isn't it? <laughs> it's amazing, isn't it though? It's, yep. you know, it needs a little bit of work. Okay. Yeah, but constructive it, criticism, no. I can take. <laughs> but what you just said was rude. But, 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 but what was the... <laughs> What was the reason for it? Sorry? The reason. Do you, here's the thing. 
uh, Paul. We don't uh, need a reason. Well, unlike you, <laughs> actors who get told where to stand and what to say and what how to feel, I'm an I'm a true artist. You are. I'm I'm free. Yeah. So I just make it when the muse grabs me by yeah, the cojones and says, "Make yeah. something." It's like, yeah, okay, fine, I'll make something now. I, I mean, I felt it. I felt the ad libbing. I felt yep. the kind of riffing. Yeah. I, I I could see you at Ronnie Scott's. To be honest, wow, thank you. Maybe very much for one night only. I want to do. But I tell you, I did it. <laughs> tell you, I did it. Because you know, you get those show-offs that will go on stage and they have like a box, and so then they go, and then they hit, and then they hit the button on the box, and then it loops it, and they just loop over the top. The Sheerans of the world. Yeah, show-offs like that guy. I just wanted to show that that I could do it. Yeah. How would you describe yourself, Paul Denan? Um, I would describe myself as quite happy, go lucky, um, uh, you know, people's person. <laughs> but, Ooh, yeah. you know, there's been times where I haven't been so yeah. happy, go lucky. Well, I, we're going to get to that. Yeah. Is there, can I ask you anything tonight? Anything. And the same goes, you know, the same goes Listen, to me. This is a free you can ask for me all. anything, right? And yes. we know more. Yes. I, see, we're having I, it large. I consider you a friend. You are, mate. But I don't know you very well. No. But yet, also, I know the Let's small do it bits. In front I, of millions. Well, this is it. The small bits I know. The story I know of my some life. real. I know some really intimate stuff yeah. about you. Yeah. I don't want to. I don't want it to be doom and gloom. We don't no, have no. to go like to. No. But but you know you can ask me anything. Catherine's back. That sucking didn't last very I long. I like Catherine. She's all right, isn't she? She's <laughs> so Catherine is. <laughs> what have you been saying about me? Um, nothing. Uh -huh. Something about her that's really nice. They used to do this shape of a bum with your hand. Something about was really nice. <laughs> Um, Catherine produces the show and she co-hosts the show. She's amazing. She's the boss. She basically. is. Basically. Yeah. Um, but I was, right, so, okay, and the same goes for me. You can ask me anything, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Catherine knows where all my bodies yeah, are buried. because we've been waiting to do this for a while now. For ages. You know, and that's the good thing about us is like, we keep our word, but even if it's a year later, it doesn't We're, matter. I was trying to work out yeah. where we first met. Yeah, I mean. Was it on Celebrity Soup? You never came on to Rise with me, did you? Breakfast show I did. I, I probably did. Neither of us would remember that no. period. <laughs> that was a little bit frosty. But, I mean, I remember when they turned it to Rise, actually, yeah. and I, I, like, maybe not, Ian. I you don't know, think you came on Rise, but you came not. on Celebrity Soup, I think, a few times. Yeah, yeah. Which was a show I did on E! Yeah. That no one oh, saw. Oh, yeah, I remember that. You and John McCurrick were yeah. the... Oh God! Kind of standard guest that we had. I know he was hard to. Mm. He, I, I mean, he's him. all right. He's dead now. Yeah, but I liked him. I liked him. <laughs> I liked him a lot. But I understand why people didn't like him. I always got on very, very well with John actually. But I could understand. Yeah, people would find him. How much of it was an act? Well, that's it. I, mean, I don't you know, know if it was. He was. I yeah, don't, actually, I don't know if it I was. Don't think I think he, he just that. didn't really care. I think like, so. Like, you know, that's just him. And yeah. His wife stood by him, didn't she? Booby, the booby. Yeah, oh, that's it. it. the booby. But I always got on really, really oh, well with no, him. Last time I saw him. him was at a Big Brother thing and he looked awful. And I went and said, yeah. you're right. Well, no, do you no. remember, um, Liquid News? Yeah, of course I do. Yeah. They promised that so, show to me, but then right. they gave it to Richard Bacon, yeah. No, before I bought, Richard. I bought remember a house. that it was the, um. Christopher. Yeah, Christopher, yeah. Passed away, didn't so he? So he was a good friend of mine. Was and he really? Yeah. I loved him. He yeah. was such a nice bloke. And he literally had me on nearly every night. It was amazing, because they. What was his last the name? money was decent. And <laughs> it was like 500 quid or something, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. It was something. And this is like 15, maybe 20 years ago. And I'd be like, and listen, like, Paul, you're about again. I'm like, um, <laughs> yeah, you know, right. Like, you know, literally 
most nights yeah. I'd be on it with Vernon Kay or, yeah, yeah. or that Kay. guy from Heat magazine. Boyd Hilton? No, not Boyd, the other one. <laughs> oh, the contempt <laughs> in your voice, not Boyd! No, the other one, Mark, uh, oh god, he really I hosted it a few times with Claudia Winkleman. But anyway, and he just loved the fact that I had no idea what they were on about yeah. when they got a bit intellectual. Yeah. And, and not that I'm a thicko or anything like that, but I just kind of wasn't quite, and they just found me funny without me even realising yeah. I was funny and, and we, they just just kind of took the piss a bit, but it. Oh, no, no, you can say piss. Really? But the, um, was, was there? Because there is. But it was I brilliant. think when we got you on. But I don't think it was that. What? We met. I I remember when we got you on Celebrity Soup. It was a little bit to take the piss, and I feel a little bit. A lot of my career, eleven o'clock show and stuff, was taking the Mickey out of people, mm. and I've had to kind of come to terms with a lot of what I've done in the past mm. was mean TV. Mm. And I did actually want to ask you mm. what it felt like. There was a period. When, like you say, with with celebrity, there was a prank show that maybe you were part of actually that I did. That I don't know if I got when I a did. woman in the street and um, I had to kind of and there was a guitar guy with a guitar and they and then someone smashed it up and some girl was an actor but someone smeared a load of shit on her. Uh, uh, you can't uh, say that. Can't say that. No. A load of poo on her back. I'm really sorry, <laughs> listeners. Um, <laughs> it's in the Dan Watson show. We've got standards. No, you have. And um, but maybe you were. Were I you wasn't. part? Prank shows? No, the eleven o'clock show had a prankier yeah, element, but we wasn't we, we the never, it wasn't. Show. No, that sounds a bit like anyway. It was, yeah, it was it was similar to that, yeah. but it wasn't quite that. But but we just knew each other from. But it was Some, celebrity too, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, but anyway, then we then you know uh, you know we were on um, uh, Sam Delaney's show, news thing for quite a few times. Russia like, Today, yeah, yeah, love it. How did you feel about taking the uh, the ruble from Putin? Did you feel guilty about that? Little bit. Yeah, I did a little, little bit. bit. But I had much pleasure in um, beating up Blobby, Mr. Blobby. <laughs> oh, I was there when you beat up Mr. Blobby. They got, they got Blobby actual... Blobby came in. I mean, I wasn't having any of it. But you... I, I think jumped you, on his you, back. You hurt him. <laughs> Literally. Well, here's the thing, he jumps on Blobby's back and the poor bloke in there, who's been doing it for years, obviously can't see anything. <laughs> no, no, and he went down. dangerous. He went down. He went down and I, think he, there and was I a carried on. He's making... <laughs> It hurt him. He, did, he actually beat up Blobby yeah. and the bloke that played Blobby. Yeah. What well, are you I doing didn't now? know it was a real person under there. Of course, there's a real person under there. Blobby. It's one of the worst. Did he was Blobby all the way through. <laughs> of course. <laughs> I, listen, I believe things like that. <laughs> what are you Blobby doing? What are you Blobby. doing now? I'm doing uh, a lot of stuff actually. Yeah. Okay, just, that's great. I just I played. A, <laughs> no, I just played. Um, uh, it's funny actually. It's quite ironic. I just played a narcotics detective um, uh, for the um, NCA. Is this the thing you were doing the other day? Yeah. I phoned him up. I, I WhatsApped him, FaceTimed him, whatever, and he's that was and it. he's there. And he's got like a police lanyard, yeah, and, uh, yeah. and there's a police on. I yeah. thought he'd been nicked. No, I was a proper detective. <laughs> We're Gary Webster from um, from Minder. Oh uh, yeah, and um, Kim Tilly from the Bill, and they, you know, they're quite used to doing uh, like those police kind of roles. And for me, it's just, like it was a first. Usually, I'm I'm fighting them, yeah, or being arrested by them, <laughs> you know. Um, either uh, as a character or, or in real life, life. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, um, and so it was really interesting, and it's a a, a, a new um, crime drama called Moreland's 
Moreland's firm. Um, uh, Who's this for? For, uh, well, hopefully for Netflix. Right. They're, they're really interested in it. But it's a pilot, you know, and it's, it's, uh, yeah, but they got some good actors in it and it's, um, for Northeast films, which is like, you know, based up in Tyneside, Newcastle. Yeah. So, you know, doing stuff for up north. I want to see you acting quite more. good. Yeah. All, it's well, easy it, to I mean, get I've got taken film, away from all of that. Yeah. Yeah. It is. It is. My film, Are We Dead Yet? which has been amazing. Yeah. Um, which we shot last year and it's come out this year is, is, um, doing really good. So I'm really happy. I'm proud of that. Yeah. But you know, yeah, I'm doing a play in February at the Tristan Bates Theatre um, in Covent Garden called Time. But you know, as an actor, it is it's spitty. Yeah, you know what I mean. Um, I'm putting on events at the moment for um, a place called Jakarta's. Um, some really big events. Uh, like what? Like um, a massive drum and bass. Um, yes, uh, mate. A- event with Jumping Jack Frost and big Bob. fan of we're a big fan of Frosties. We're right. Frosties because we know him so <laughs> well, don't we? And a very very special headline act that I can't. Um, Paul Digweed? Can't say no. No. Is it Paul Digweed? No, it's drum and bass. Is it Sasha? It's drum and bass. But no, um, drum and, sorry. You did say drama based. Yeah. yeah, yeah, sorry, I was thinking more and, about and, and, um, yeah, and I'm, t- and, uh, you know, and doing like comedy nights with Dapper Laughs and stuff like yeah. that. And just, I'm really interested in my live music stuff. Raph Law's band called Outer Stellar Overdrive. Literally speaking another language. Yeah, yeah, to me you now. know, things like that. But, um, but my Instagram account is, uh, is. Now, this is what we, I want to get onto in a minute. We'll get... you, would you like to, t- by the way, you can phone up me, you can chat to me and Paul and Kat. If you want to talk about that. 0344 If you just want to phone up and do the normal, uh, stuff, um, okay. Uh, uh, put your headphones on, and I'm going okay. to introduce you to a very, very good friend of the show. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Alan, you're through to Paul Danan. Evening, Martin and Kevin, Paul. Hello. <laughs> you're through to your meeting, the, the force that is the Caddick. Hi, Caddick. 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 Just on the show, Paul. I've got a killer question for you. Killer question. Here we go. What was your favourite moment when you did Hollyoaks? Your favourite moment favorite when you moment. did Hollyoaks? Um, probably driving a car into the, um, stop, uh, well, I can't, it was the, it was the, like, um, you know, the shop that, that sells a bit of everything, um, the yeah. t- shop and stop or whatever it was called. Shop and not stop in yeah. that case. <laughs> <laughs> not stop. the dog in the pond, wasn't it? I didn't drive into the dog in the pond. I drove with my mum who was dying of cancer. <laughs> um, <laughs> into the really. pond. Because I was joyriding at the time. Oh. And she, I found out, I said, you're not my mother and something or other. And we, it was a proper, proper crash. I yeah. mean, it was amazing. Wow. That was fun. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Real stuff. Man stuff. Were you a fan of? Have you ever seen Hollyoaks, Cads? Yeah, I did. Dude, now what is your era? For me, Mike, the classic era. Was, were you in it with? What was the guy? What was his name? Bottle Rocket, the thick guy. There was a thick guy. Um, what, Jumbo. Oh, you, sorry. Jumbo. No, not Jumbo. Not Jumbo. Um, yeah. I think it may have been slightly after your time. What was it called? It was, um... One called Bottle Rocket. It was, was, uh, not Tinhead, that was Brookside. But it was like Tinhead. Do you know who I mean, Alan? Yeah, I know. I'm I'm trying to picture his name. Try and picture his face. And then try and remember his there name. There was two of them. What, you mean Darren and, and they were t- and Matt Darren, Littler? Max and Obi. No, OB. not Max and Obi. No, no, no not, no, not those two. Because they've gone off. Yeah. Bomed. 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 Oh, Lee Otway. I was on Celebrity Love Island with him. Well, Bomed was, was, yeah, he really? was after me though. But okay. I, I, like, after me uh, in Hollyoaks, yeah. but, but we, we met each other properly wow. on Celebrity Love Island and he did lose his stuff on Love Island, because the, the American girl... Um, what do you mean he lost his stuff? He just lost his mind because wow. this American girl um, wouldn't uh, 
just didn't want him. Right. And, and, and she and was in love. She was more into Dennis Rodman. God. <laughs> <laughs> and here's, Alan, thank you very much for that. And here's the thing, right? People don't realise that Love Island now, it was around, when was Celebrity Live on? 2005, 2006. There you go. So 15 years ago, it was, it was, it was around, but it was, then, though, it was it? oh yeah, but it was Celebrity Love Island. Mm -hmm. Celebrity. <laughs> and it was, um, uh, Callum Best, who was in everything. Everything. Callum Best owned, uh, ITV2 <laughs> between the years of 2003 this and was ITV1. Was it? Yeah. It was, of course yeah, it, was, it was. It was, it, it was the it big, was big, big pants, big boys. Big old, who hosted big it? Boys stuff. Um, so we had, to start with, it was Patrick Kilty and Kelly Brook. My ex. Yes, of course. What, what really? Did you go out with Kelly, you went out with Patrick Kilty? <laughs> Jokes. You went out with Kelly Brook? Yeah, and the, oh, and the thing, and the thing is, um, she was with, um, you know, it's a Warkov, uh, Titanic guy. Leonardo DiCaprio? No! That's it. Come on, the baddie in Titanic. It's literally just three old people, <laughs> two of whom have caned oh, it too much. Billy Zane. Billy Zane. Yeah. <laughs> it's a walk-off. You know, in Zoolander. That's his best line. Right, yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, when it's a walk-off. Yeah. And, um, which means, you know, like, anyway. So, basically. But don't focus too much on Billy Zane. Let it go. But Billy had some good advice, even though he knew that, you know. Yeah. We were stripping back in the day. Yes. <laughs> but my gosh, you really did care for her. It's romantic, <laughs> isn't it? Stripping, <laughs> you say. Know any of this? Gosh, <laughs> it's a very good Yiddish word. So, what did what did, what did the Zainster say to you? He was giving me some great advice. He was like, really, uh, you know, like, listen, what you need to do with your money and what you need to do with this fame now, because you know, it was a big series yeah, for me. That huge. you know, I was coming off a lot of drugs yeah. and the world was seeing it, and for some reason they were loving it. Yeah, they were, which. In a way, you know, if I get on a kind of more sad level of it, it's quite exploitation. Yeah, yeah. You know, like the way they fed me the alcohol and, you know, and they knew that I wasn't very well, but I was also loving it. Yeah. Because it was like a lad's holiday. I, in my own little mind, forgot there were cameras. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because they're behind these black cloths and behind these palm trees. Just and this is before sneezing now and again. And we were aware of but Big Brother had been around, but we still weren't quite. No, the, the reality, reality TV wasn't quite the no, thing that it, it is just now. Started. That's why I had no idea what reality. So what was. you were getting, you were trying to get what you given up drugs, and we will talk about drugs because it's integral to both of us, I think. But it, 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 you were giving up drugs in 2005, and you, you went straight onto the Love Island, or I didn't really have a choice. You weren't really allowed to take drugs on the island. <laughs> Outrageous. So what you, you had a big use up and then flew over there or something? Yeah. Pretty much. Mate. I mean, I got there and bought a big black sack of Fijian weed, yeah. fairly twiggy and 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 stemmy and and yeah. But they wouldn't let me bring that black sack with me onto okay. the actual show. Responsible. So, <laughs> so when I got on there, the only thing I had was alcohol yeah. given to me. I wasn't really into booze, but you know, if that's all you've got. Yeah, that's you're all I got. It. It, it, it kind of took you know away any pain or feelings <laughs> that I. So I, I, I kind of you know, look. At the end of the day, I've, it was my fault. It's my part to, to play yeah. in that. You know, I have to own that completely. But the fact was, you know, I, all I had was the women. Yeah. Which was the reason of being there, I suppose, for the show. And then the booze. And then, you know, when you take the booze too far, you become this happy drunk into this paranoid kind yeah, yeah. of aggressive drunk. And that's where, you know, I suppose it was a bit exploiting in a mm. way. It was like, well, let's feed him more because mm. this is great TV. Yeah, yeah. And Big Brother is on the other side and we need to really beat their ratings. Yeah. And, you yeah, know. it was quite handy for them to let you unravel, wasn't it? Yeah. And, and you know, and, and I was coming off 
a lot of stuff and they kind of hid that away and just let me detox without on screen anything yeah wow, and it was just mate. it was just my way of, and i didn't even know what was going on with my body or my brain i i yeah. didn't know i was deep i i'd never done that i'd never been to rehab i'd never done detox so for me i was like what's going on with me but so the only way to kind of mask that was to have a drink in the evenings yeah. but i wanted all the drink you know and yeah, I didn't realise the way I was acting. It was, it was quite bad. But what was good about that Love Island is the fact that there were no producers or directors on set telling you who to get with, what to do, how to be, what conversations to have, which is now how it is. Very contrived. Yeah. You know, I'm not dissing their Love Island right now. Because, oh, it's a different show. But it's a completely different kettle of fish. We were just left on this island, 500 crew on another island. Editing, wow. making it happen, yeah. bigger wow. than the jungle, yeah. you know, or as big as the setup, Granada TV, you know, huge. Um, they spent millions, you know, and, and, you know, and you're just left with Abby Titmus. You know, now I've and met Rebecca Abby Titmus. <laughs> I think Abby, Abby Titmus is, is, I think, is, is, is beautiful. She, she's a really, really nice, really nice girl. Person, very quiet. Real nurse Betty. You yeah, know. very. I, I met her. She did some stuff at LBC years yeah, ago. I when love I was her. There. And she's such a nice. Yeah. But both those women you met and you named got chewed up and spat out. Didn't oh, they? Mm. I think Abby. But Abby's killing it now in General Hospital she's, in the, in the, in, the, in LA. Yeah, she's, she's doing a great. She's in Joey's. But she got from um, Friends show. She got she got used terribly. I felt yeah. I thought the way that she was treated is because she made a she made a date with a, with a couple of mates. John Leslie stuff, yeah. wasn't it? I, yeah, but I meanwhile, thought, Kim Kardashian is Kim Kardashian. Well, she made a fucking sex tape. I think it's, I think it's, I think it's the difference of a few years. Yeah, yeah. I think it's a difference of Absolutely. a few years. Um, it, it, it is now more acceptable, yeah. that kind of thing. I made my own show on that, on that, on that show because we were bored in the day and stuff called Lilo Banter. Oh. Yeah, and it was presented. <laughs> <laughs> that I watched. Yeah, and it was presented by Lionel Banter. Yeah. So I was this character called Lionel Banter. I don't know where it came from. Yeah. And I'd wear this really silly outfit with this Hawaiian shirt and I'd get on a Lilo in the water. And it was my way of really interviewing the other celebrities. But because you know, it was like, well, forget anyone's watching. We're just having a laugh, and they ain't going to use this footage. Tell me everything. Mm. What happened with John Leslie? Mm. What happened with David Beckham, Rebecca Luce? Mm. What happened? You know, and I'd be like, hello, it's Lionel Banter. <laughs> you know, and, uh, okay, so today I'd like to know, was David really big? <laughs> you know, and all that, and she'd answer. Yeah. Because she'd just think, oh, it's just poorly having a laugh. Yeah, yeah. And ITV2 had a live little spin-off show that would just throwing it out there every Whoa. day and it became huge this lilo banter you know i still need to do this show you know yeah. imagine interviewing guests on a lilo stay there i need to take a break do it uh, thank you <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is the late night alternative ian kath we've got paul Dunang. daniel stay there oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand this is talk radio set free your mind let your fancy take flight conversation gets curiouser by the glow of moonlight the late night alternative with ian lee on talk radio have you heard of um we were just during the break paul said oh, i was in a film you did about a signing in a shop and i'm going i don't think that you were it. in that in the end no. but that was done by um that was my mate scott balcony have you seen the girly swat when you finish texting paul no 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 rush mate. I, i'm promoting your show okay 
Hi. <laughs> I mean, it was what you sent me. I think you cut me out, or you just didn't want no, me in the end. But, but you teased me to get me in it, and then. No, but you weren't in it. I don't think you had the budget. No, it, there, was, there was no budget. <laughs> no. Let me phone up Scott. Who's Scott? You, do you know? Have you no, seen? Why? Have call you seen him? the girly SWAT T-shirts? Girly SWAT T-shirts and the Lady Hail Spider shirts. Mm. No, you haven't. Okay. <laughs> That's bad that I don't know that. No, it's, um... From now on, say you have a brilliant. Oh, that, um, can, can you send me one? Right, just leave a message. Right, for Scott. So, Paul Danan, and this is Scott. Please leave your message after the tone to re-record your message, key hash at any time. Oh, hi, Scott. It's Paul Danan here. Um, you know those T-shirts you do with the spiders and stuff like that? I was wondering if you might be able to send me some. Um, I've just been really thinking about them a lot. I mean, I don't know why they've come up um, in my dreams. And, um, you know, I'm trying to think of a new fashion brand, and I just thought maybe we could talk. Um, also, do you remember that show that you made with a guy called Ian Lee? Um, it was about, like, some signing thing. Why didn't... I'm, like, working on my resentments at the moment, and I just wondered, like, why you didn't hire me, because you, you teased me that you were going to get me in it, and then you didn't. So, anyway, maybe... I think I deserve at least a T-shirt for that. All right? But... No grudges held. All right. Cheers, mate. Bye. <laughs> there we go. Let's put him in his place. <laughs> Let's go to Daniel. Let's go to Daniel. Daniel, you're through to Dangerous Danan. Not that for hello, a while. Hello. I got, I got fooled by you when you said that case was gone. <laughs> Say that again, Sorry, Daniel. Mate. I was fooled by you. Yeah. You, you said that case was gone. Oh, that I was gone, that I got fired. Catherine was gone. I did say Catherine was this gone is... for racial insensitivity. Oh, right. This is the first wave of the campaign to reinstate me. Well, it turns out it has to go to a tribunal, Daniel. I can't just give... I don't actually have the authority to give her the sack, despite being her boss. You're not my you boss. Know, I, who earns the most? Well, you don't make me my got, boss. Daniel, today what? I, I, today I got a free haircut. Oh, free haircut. So did I, mate. That's weird. Yeah, I was, I was searching like homeless haircut and uh, things like cheapest uh, hairdresser. Where was the uh, hairdressers? And then I found one in Liverpool Street. Liverpool Street. Liverpool right. Street. That is, is like, it's called the London School of Barbering. Right, excellent. Did you cut it yourself? I, yeah, no, I, I went there. Very nice, very nice people. Lots of people wanting to have a free haircut. Amazing. So you were like a model? No, they are tr they are training, so they have a supervisor, and then uh, mm. they shake everything. And, they yeah, shake everything. Shave. Check. It's it's oh, check. It's just for, for shave, me. shag, then check. That's my. That's how Listen, I make love. All, all well, can you, you um? Can you just tell me what it looks like now? Rubbish. Uh, it looks uh, well then. Like the thing is, when I was in the street, like mm. many people smoking outside, and uh, terrible. There was a postman trying to find number one on that street. Mm. And then I thought, well, <laughs> this is why my, my vision of the international postcode system using meter cubes. But how's your hair, mate? Hang on, hang on, <laughs> hang on. You just glossed over something that could be amazing. You have, a, you have a brand new system for international postcodes, Daniel. Yes. How I does that work? It. It's, it uses meter cubes. So each meter cube a metal is a cube. different postcode. A metal it's cube met is a different postcode. No, meter. Meter, meter. A meter, meter cube. Oh, a meter cube on the map. Each meter cube is a different, different postcode. postcode. Okay. Oh, hang on. Well, that's just an address. But hang on, that means you'll have, a, in your house, you'll have about 25 post 
Listen to you, yeah, Lady that's Mark. Right. And when Listen. you sign a tenancy, you would list all the cubes that you have in your house. Like. So what makes you want to do that as a job? Uh, like, I, I designed some algorithms to calculate the mm. cube. Right. Uh, if you have the GPS coordinates, you can calculate the cube. Excellent, okay. mate. But anyway, Daniel, how's your hair? <laughs> Uh, so it was clipper number one on the sides and on the back. Same hair. And then kind of freestyle, a bit messy with his... Uh, so you've got the same haircut as Paul Denon. Yeah. See, I'd, I had mine done today. Um, it looks lovely. Thank you, R.W. Wolf Barbers oh, in, in um, Knightsbridge. Free. Yeah, free. How come? Well, I did some posts for them. You did some posts? Yeah, yeah. What? what? On Instagram. Oh, well, oh, oh, working the Insta. You've got to show me how to work in that. Portugal. I'm from Portugal, and they did one thing called the cow parade. The cow parade. So a parade would, of cows. The cow parade, and, that, cow and parade. then we we did the elephant parade. But what's that got to do with hair, mate? <laughs> Instead of cows or elephants, we could have cubes. Okay. So All right, we're back. Thanks, mate. Daniel, do you want to ask Paul Denan anything? Uh, he is from Love Island, isn't it? Yes. Uh, because I love Paris Hilton. I, I like the Kim Kardashian singer and the, uh, Paris Hilton. Once I went to the Hilton Hotel in uh, in uh, Holland in um, Finsbury Park in, in uh, Holland. Uh, when you entered, when you entered the Hilton, did you go in the front or did you go in round the no. back? There was a piano. There was a okay, piano. gosh, very special. <laughs> thank, thank you, thank you so much for that. It's a real insight into. Um, mm. I would, I would. Good luck with barbering. I would love to hear you doing a late night show. <laughs> this is unbelievable. Let's do some. We're going to do the Instagram in a minute. Let's yeah. do some good news. Let's do some good stuff. You're clean. Yeah. From drugs. I am clean from drugs and am drink. Am I allowed to ask how long? Everything. Um, last week I picked up my six months. Um, yeah. So, uh, yeah, no, it's been really, uh, it's been a real journey, man. I mean, um, I had to go away again in January. Um, uh, February, actually, no, what am I talking about? I went away to Thailand, um, in about, yeah, beginning of April. <laughs> <laughs> The important thing is, he went. Oh, I'm just thinking when it was. Yeah, but yeah. it doesn't make sense. So, yeah, beginning of April, I went away, and uh, yeah, I haven't touched anything since. But I did have a long detox, and I uh, picked up my six months last week, and it feels good. I did a chair today, which is, if you don't know, it's where you tell your story um, to people in a meeting, and you know, I'm passing the message on that it is possible. You know. So you, you, you okay? I can speak freely now because you've now outed yourself as going to meetings, and mm. I talk about how I go to mm. meetings and stuff, and we have. Mm. Bumped into each other yeah. in meetings from time to time. Is this the longest? Yeah, you've been clean. Yeah, oh, oh mate, I'm everything. So, I'm so Actually, pleased. Yeah, because you know I've had a time where you know I was still like you know dabbling with some painkillers or dabbling with a joint or dabbling with maybe you know a beer here and there. But this is absolutely yeah. everything. Gambling, I haven't gambled in over a year. Wow, man. Um, yeah, I don't smoke cigarettes anymore. Um, I don't take anything mind-altering at all. So it's, yeah, it's massive. It, it's a really big deal for me, and I'm proud of it, and I'm proud to admit it. Yeah. That, it, I mean, it's taken me 15 years in and out of treatment centres, yeah. in and out of um, NACAA, which is, you know, the fellowship of recovery of, 
you know, um, where we go to get well. And this time I'm doing it properly. I'm working the 12 steps, if anyone understands what that is. You know, I'm an advocate for Nutritious Minds, where um, I'm their trust ambassador what for is, people to say. Nutritious Minds? Nutritious Minds is a charity that's basically about um, kind of what, uh, it covers a lot of ADHD stuff. So I was diagnosed ADHD earlier on in the year. Right, um, okay, I didn't realise. Uh, and... Um, yeah, it makes sense to be honest. Does, does it? Did I it kind slow of down a, a lot? Yeah, because went, oh, there was okay. so much. Because I think I had so much going on in my head all the time that when I got stress from like not being able to concentrate on one thing, then that stress led me to kind of being, you know, wanting to numb that pain, yeah. that stress. When I'm stressed, I'm like, hate it. So, well, I need a beer, or I need a joint, or I need a line, or I need something just to take away this yeah. bloody stress. And to be honest, it was because I suffered with this ADHD all my life, which I didn't really know. But you can only be diagnosed with it once you're actually completely, like, three months mm. completely clean and sober. And now, over six months, I'm, you know, uh, so much more aware of that, and I have certain things that I do to manage it. Um, um, you know, and a lot is uh, meditation's a lot to do with that, and a mm. lot of mindfulness stuff. And um, the difference in you is incredible, right? Because I, 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 I've been going to meetings for 15, 16 years, and I saw you, you know, back in the day, mm. ten, 10 odd years ago, I'd see you, and it was always a delight to see you. But I, I would then I'd read stories that you were seeing news, and all these horrible stories that some people seem to take great pleasure in. Yeah, and I'd always just look at you and go, "Wow, oh, man, come on, man, yeah, I know, you got to do this." And, um, yeah. so see, seeing you now, and we bumped into each other a couple of times recently, and it's lovely. Seeing you now, the difference is phenomenal. I love your little WhatsApp messages every day. Get a little uplifting. Yeah, I mean, message. yeah, so my mate, my best mate, Johnny, um, who I do my podcast with, he said to me, um, he goes to me, Paul, man, like, someone said to me the other day, like, is your mate, like, trying to be a bit like Russell Brand at the moment? Or not trying to be, but, like, is he becoming a bit like that way? Yeah. And he was like, you got to stop all this self-help stuff. And I'm like, well, but to be honest, why, if it's actually helping yeah. me and other people? And he's just like, well, because, um, what's his name? Um, uh, Denzel Washington says, like... Stop like, texting him. You, you don't speak <laughs> it. You don't need to air it for people to know it, that you're doing it, like, type stuff. No. But, like, at the end of the day, no, but that's Johnny's way. He's yeah. quite, he's quite strict with me and that. He's like, you don't need to show, you tell everyone, like, you can just, in other words, people will know if they'll know. But, like, my way is, is just like, you know what, if I can put a little message up yeah, yeah. that's a bit of a kind of, come on guys, we can do this, even if you're low, help someone you know you do an esteemable act that gives you self-esteem you know even if you're feeling a bit rubbish go yeah. and help someone else and it might really help you in turn yeah you know and stuff like that and mm -hmm. i think you know the more i pass a message on or the more i kind of go look i still struggle every day i you know i think about you know it's remember 20 years 25 years of having something to take me away from me, mm. you know, it's not just going to go away in six, seven months. Um, uh, but the good thing is today, I don't need to act on those thoughts. Mm. You know, I can think, oh, yeah, it'd be nice to have a beer right now because he's, he's having one. Or, wow, I could just smell that lovely weed. But at the end of the day, that's going to take me back down to the bottom again. 
can't you smell weed everywhere now? Everywhere. Everywhere, man. Everywhere. And it's, and it's just uh, constantly. Yeah. You know. Just, um. And, and uh, I, I, you know, I, I would used to, if I smelt it, I would follow that smell and go up to the person and go, all right, man, how you yeah, doing? Because yeah. I think it's a real hippie thing to share a J. Yeah. You know, now I just ignore it. I do because I've got that time under my belt where I can kind of go, do you know what? It's just, it is what, that's life, man. I can't shy away from life. I'm smiling because I'm so happy yeah. to see this. I got, but I that's my real, it's real truth what I'm saying yeah. tonight. Like, there is no BS at all yeah. in what I'm saying. Like, it's the God's honest truth, yeah. you know, and... But this thing is that we have a daily reprieve from this, right? We're going to the language a bit, but because I had 13 years and I did the jungle and I came back and I picked up, the week after I got back, I picked up a drug I'd never used before and I I dived in again, only for three months. And it's so good you admit that. Yeah. Well, the the day after I told Catherine, I I phoned up some people in recovery that I hadn't spoken to for ages and said, I've done something terrible. Mm. And it took, thank God it was only three months of using again because some Mm. people never come back. Well, exactly. I mean, I don't think I'd come back. I think I'd die if I went and used again. Yeah. You know, and that's a big statement to make on radio, but I do. I think if I used, uh, because of the guilt and the shame and yeah, everything, yeah. or I would just get straight back in the in, in recovery like the day after. But it's not that easy. Who no. knows? Why would I take that risk? Yeah. And also the resentment, I, I mean, I'm like 20 months. When I picked up my 18-month key ring a couple yeah. of months ago. well done, mate. It was up the same day I should have, in my head, been picking up 15 years. Yeah. And there's that real... But you can't hang on to that. Exactly. Because that will just that do you nothing. But it just shows... Because it's just a day. It's yeah. a day at a time. Yeah. Even if someone that's listening has got one day or a week, that's amazing. Because yeah, yeah. I couldn't get an hour. Yeah. So good to see you healthy. And you're doing it through meetings. I'm doing it through the 12 steps, through meetings, through reaching out, and through basically, you know, through my, through, through God. And we have a lot of people... I, mean, I don't want to be too God, but no, it's, it's not me on. that's doing this stuff, it's God. It's, yeah. it's, it's what I choose to call it God. You know, I, I choose to, to pray and to, to, yeah. to, to, to believe in something bigger than me. <laughs> it's, uh, and, uh, and some people, uh, this is, the, I got scared by the whole God thing. For me, the God is, is God with a small G. Yeah. So different for everyone. Yeah. It's a higher power for me. It's higher the universe. Power. It's the sun. Yeah. It's my kittens. Yeah. It's my boys' yeah. laughter. Yeah. It's, it's, it's that. It's yeah. somewhere to, ha- it's somewhere to yeah. hand it over, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, yeah. It's That's hope. it. It's hope and trust and yeah, a bit of faith it. as well. We have a lot of people listening who have got addiction yeah, issues. Really? We get, yeah, we get a lot of calls and we've had some great, you know, we, Alistair, we've been talking about a lot, and if you're listening, Alistair, I hope you don't mind me using your name again, but we've had a lot of people who have, you know, phoned us up sounding hopeless and helpless. Wow. Alistair's got his six-month key ring the nice. other day. Nice! Exactly, man. And so we have a lot of people listening. You know, it, it, we, we go on until one o'clock on a Wednesday night, Thursday wow. morning. So there's a lot of people out there listening yeah, who are lost course. Yeah. in whatever that Absolutely. may be. So hearing a success story yeah. like yours, and yeah. we don't need—I didn't need, even need to hear the war stories because we know what it no. is. So, but hearing the success story. Yeah. And me, you know, saying that there is an obvious change in you yeah. is, is going to be inspirational. Absolutely, and, but you know, there's only a success story because I've now put in this 100% work into my recovery like I put 100% yeah. work into using my drink and drugs. Yeah, yeah. Like, I put in a lot of effort to get that gear. You yeah. know what I mean? I had to. I had to go to the doctors and manipulate them for this or for that. Yeah. Or to go to this dealer or that dealer or to raise money or to borrow money or to steal money or whatever. It's hard know? work. Yeah, it was hard work. So why can't I do that 
for my recovery, yeah. to live, to have my little boy happy to see me Wicked. every day, to have my parents proud of me again, for the, for my friends to trust me, for work to give me work, yeah. for, for my career to, to blossom again. All that good stuff is only because I'm taking it seriously. I'm not just doing it Paul's way. Yeah. I'm doing it, you know, the, the way where I'm taught by it. I have a sponsor, which is someone that takes me through, yeah. that guides me through what he went through, through his guy, and he's 21 years, you know. So everything, even when it's about girls, do you know what I mean? I'll say to him, look, you know, I've got this situation with it, you know, what should I do? And he, he'll, he'll, I listen to him because he knows, you know, he's been there. He's like, of course you're going to be all right about women and shopping and, you know. Didn't I tell you he was the nicest bloke? Yeah. I love you, Danan. I love you. I've got to say, what? I said this off air, you've got the most amazing eyes. Look at his eyes. He's always had gorgeous baby blues. Isn't it? Look, we've all got blues in this room right now. Yours are very, very special. Yeah, look but, at, but look at him now, they're all lit up, right? Yeah, There's yeah, a yeah. time when it was, sparkle, was, yeah. it was dim, you know? Yeah, I, I think so. And it's funny because you've seen me, you know, and you know, and you have, and yeah. you know, and I don't see myself, you know, but others see me, you know, and, um, and it's funny when you don't realise you're so oblivious to actually what people are mm. seeing. Yeah. And I'm thinking I'm getting away with it. Yeah, 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 it's fine. No, they don't know. Because I, I'm, my eyes aren't red. Well, they're dead in, you know, yeah, that's yeah. the thing. It's yeah, like, the it's, wouldn't it's, be there. The, it's what's, yeah, and it's how you come, I come across. There is a difference. Yeah. There is a difference. It's and uh, it's amazing. But, and I used to feel fearful about talking about where I was at because I didn't want to put pressure on myself or out of myself of the amount of time because I think, oh no, now it's too much pressure on me if I do mess up. Yeah. But the fact is, it's like, oh, I'm not scared of that anymore. Yeah. Because I do believe if I carry on doing what I'm doing, what I did today, Hopefully it'll be the same as tomorrow and I'll go to bed still clean. Wicked. It's a brilliant message. We're going to take a little break. We're going to speak to Pete and then we're going to talk about your Instagram <gasps> and anything else that you want to yeah, you want to sell. We're coming up to the yeah, point. I'm, You've earned it. You've listen, earned it. Listen. <laughs> this is the Late Night Alternative on Talk Radio. Kick off your slippers. Don't go to bed. The party is just starting. You can sleep when you're dead. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Pete. Sorry, sorry, Paul. Who is this? This is uh, my name is Ian. <laughs> this is for six months. He says, "I'm not sure I believe it." <laughs> I'm Ian. No, who are we speaking to? It's Pete. Hello, Pete. Hi, Pete. Hello, gang. How you doing? Very well, thank you. He thought your name was B for some reason. Could he it needs be his... B just for tonight? <laughs> Hello, B. What can we do for you? <laughs> Well, um, I'm speaking on behalf of Pete, the official apprentice correspondent. Oh, yeah, now, oh, yeah. yes, now, Pete, we have, we have correspondents oh, that lovely. give us updates on stuff, Brilliant. and Pete is the apprentice correspondent. With no spoilers. Oh, hang on a second, right, so we need to, hang on a minute, hang on a minute, guys, we just need to do this. It's time now for the apprentice correspondent update with... Pete. That's... Pete. I think I'd be remiss if I didn't ask Paul, first of all, about Kartik. Oh, okay. What's Kartik? Um, no, it's actually Kartik, but it doesn't matter. Um, oh, uh, yeah. One, what's, what's one no, nil to... No, because he, he found... It, oh, let's not even go there with this one, actually. But, yeah, oh, dear, what, really? what, what about him? Oh, Where well, is he? I, is, are you, oh, because he was the apprentice, wasn't he? Yeah. I have no idea what honest, you're talking about. When, when I was on the phone, when I was on the phone waiting, I quickly Googled Paul Dinan Apprentice to see if you'd been in the celebrity one. And you hadn't, but you'd met Kartik, who was in a yes. couple of years ago on the civilian one. Oh. Yes. That, that was all. Yeah. I'm not going to try Lovely guy, um, really kind soul, actually. I really liked him a lot. Um, actually, yeah. I was on Celebrity <laughs> Big Brother with him. The apprentice. 
Uh-huh. Of course you were. Thank you. The Apprentice is another one of those shows. I had to do an interview. I did an interview today, and we got on about how a uh, reality TV show and how it can mess you up and stuff. And I said, you know, the, the jungle really screwed me up, mm. and the aftercare was not great. Mm. I got a phone call from their psych saying, mm. "Do you want to come in for a meeting?" I went, "No, I'm all right. Fine." And then I went off and scored some some mm. crystal, you know. So mm. it, it didn't work. But uh, the, the the people <laughs> on things like Love Island, yeah. uh, The Apprentice, I guess to a certain extent, but not quite the same. But Love Island. Um, I kind of knew what to expect because I've been on telly mm. on and off for 20 years. The, the kids on Love Island, they don't know. So suddenly they're on one of the biggest shows in the world and for four, five, six months afterwards, they're incredibly famous mm. and it will go to their heads. It's huge. You get treated like royalty. You've got a big old check, I'm guessing, but you don't keep earning that same amount of money. Well, and no, I don't think they get money to go on it. I think what happens is they get the money from the uh, endorsements right, afterwards. afterwards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and they get a little wage for missing work yeah. because a lot of them. They, remember the, ter- the, the the amount of people they go on, put on this normal Love Island. Yeah. It's quite a lot of people. Yeah. Like um, only a certain cast stay the the, the whole duration. Mm. Um, but overall, there's probably a good thirty people yeah. who girls and boys together go on it so some of them really stand out and some of them don't with us there was only 10 of us mm. and you know we were used to as you say like you were being on the telly yeah. and this that and the other we'd had careers or we were or we were, were did still have careers yeah. uh, actors musicians this that and the other but with these guys they're just picked because they got good abs they got, got l- really lovely lips and so? just excellent hair yeah. and 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 basically you know and then suddenly you're right you know but the difference i mean four years on hollyoaks for me i didn't even get a quarter of the amount of fame as i got on six weeks or eight weeks oh, from bet. love island oh i bet it was mental yeah. the amount of attention you get from a reality show compared to working your you know, off. Yeah, yeah. Uh, balls. Can I say balls? You can say balls. Balls off. You can't say four, bollocks. Four, <laughs> so done. Former years every day on yeah. a soap opera. Yeah. As a main character, six, eight weeks on a, on an island, it's it's like I can't tell you. So poor them who have not been used to this height of fame, and unfortunately for them, it doesn't. Once doesn't the, the following year comes, they're forgotten it's, about. It's yeah, they're taught how to play the game. I think some of them do get some guidance. It's about getting those magazine yeah. deals, yeah. get yourself paired Cash, yeah. off, yeah. know how to play the game. But the thing is, the game starts again the next year without you. It does, fame. but they can't all be on X Factor and actually, no. you know, sing half well. Like you know, like like that. Love Island group. I on X Factor. Lucky them. At least they got to do something. I couldn't watch Love Island, uh, uh, the Jungle last year, the year after I did it, and I'm I still I, I felt mm, jealous. Jealous. And the new one coming yeah. up, I still feel yeah. jealous and yeah. think, well, I've, I'm I'm yeah. missing out. Yeah. And the fame. Did you want the extra camp? Yeah, I did. Yeah. They wouldn't even have me on as a guest. I would like, yeah, I wanted it. Yeah. And I even got in touch with them last year and said, can I come on as a wow. guest? They went, well, thanks very much, but no. Wow. So I'm not even, and, but the, the fame, and I'd never experienced anything like it. I remember I got back, yeah. and at the airport, yeah. in Heathrow, you got like you 10 year olds asking you for selfies. Yeah. And the, the first time I went out, I took my boys to a pantomime at the Hexagon in Reading, mm. and we got there just as a school party turned up. Marvel. 190 kids, I know, because I had to have a selfie with each one separately. <laughs> one kid turned around, I'll be back in the country two days, and went, oh my god, it's Ian from the jungle. Yeah. And these kids started screaming yeah. and walking towards me en masse, yeah. and I didn't know what to do. But Never this is anything it. Like they it. knew you just by your first name. First name. It wasn't even Ian yeah. Lee, it wasn't yeah. Paul Delane, it was Paul or yeah. Ian. Yeah. It was just, you'd say that name and everyone yeah. would know who you meant. 
Yeah. Because my mum was going, he's didn't even have to say your surname. And then six months later, it's gone. And six, I remember suddenly walking out, and my, my son, youngest really? saying, do you think people will ask you for selfies don't, today? Don't. I said, it Painful. just doesn't happen anymore. Painful. It just doesn't happen. And however much you want to go, oh, I'm so glad it's back to normal, your ego, yeah. you think, well, what, what yeah. have I done? Why don't they love me yeah. anymore? It yeah. messes up with your it head. It does, but we choose to do it. Yes. Oh, and it paid very well. I got, you know, I, yeah. I, I got, I got, I got a nice yeah. check. And look where you are today, man. You've got your own show. Exactly. On well, top. like, come on, this is big Catherine. time. <laughs> <laughs> See, I feel a bit guilty I, I really about. I like Catherine. The, oh, thanks, I do. Um, You've been with her for 50 <laughs> minutes, Paul. She's the, really. <laughs> <laughs> that jungle thing. I feel guilty about it. That I uh, that I suggested so, it might be all right for you to do it. I feel no. bad. I feel bad. No, you, what, as a BFF, really? you feel bad. Mm, yeah. Why? Because it was bloody torture for me to watch. So really? I can only right. imagine how bad it was to be in there. Oh, it was and, then, and then all the fallout afterwards. It was horrendous. I wouldn't have that house or those five cats if I didn't do it. So it's worth it. But you came across so fine on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just in there with arseholes. Yeah. You know, and uh, and and I wasn't in as great a place yeah. as I said I was. I, I and know, I, you know, I know, and I had to. I I, I'd never lived my life under such scrutiny. I've yeah. always been very private. Sure. And suddenly I come out and I find that the press have been knocking on my mother-in-law's yeah. door. Yeah. I've never had oh, that. Oh, they do all that. They never do all that. that. Without you knowing. Yeah. Yeah, and the, the, my agent had to kind of tell some lies to protect my kids. It's oh, like, what? Anyway, anyway, Pete, 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 could you hurry up, please, mate? You're really dragging this call out, buddy. Sorry, mate. No, it's sorry, Pete's yeah, doing mate. it. No, it's, I know. My, it's my longest. It's my longest update ever. I'm sorry, but there's a lot of news this week. I mean, someone who is apparently eyeing up being one of the assholes in the jungle next year is is Lottie Lyon. Oh. Because that's um, how it works. You you do the apprentice and go, hmm, yeah, I think I'd like to be in the jungle next year. I bet she is. Well, oh. I mean, appara apparently she's backing a campaign to get her in the jungle. So oh what that God. means is, <laughs> someone tweeted, wouldn't it be great if Lottie Lyon went in the jungle next year? And she probably went, yeah. I'm back Listen, mate, people have been backing me to go back in Hollyoaks for 20 years. It's still not happened. <laughs> Did you fall out with the Hollyoaks people? No, if you don't mind me asking. I, I just left. I just wanted to go to America and become a movie star. Yeah. Look what happened. Well, I'm, I'm watching people. <laughs> I'm having a triple bill, Danan. Did you? Is that what happened? Yeah, you went to the I, States? I, no, I just, I, I thought, you know, you, I don't want to be stereotyped. I've been there four years, and I just thought, what more can happen to this character? Do you character? regret leaving? You know what? I don't regret. I don't regret leaving, but I, I do have that, as you say, that little bit of whether it's resentment or jealousy or envy that they've never actually asked me to come back and do a little stint. This is the Because scene. they've asked everyone else. Yeah. Now, I know I had my problems with, with, with yeah, addiction and stuff like that, but, you know, at the end of the day, it was a blooming big character. Soul. Yeah, yeah. Soul was huge, and people would love to see him again, and I, I just feel like it's a shame they've never asked me. Yeah. Have it, you approached them? I mean, years ago, I think we had conversations right. and they said when there's a storyline, it'll be great. Right. It'll be, it'll be, well, okay. Of course, we would let him know. I'm actually in Spain after murdering this pimp. Um, uh, so I come back a little bit bronze and possibly go to prison, but... <laughs> <laughs> Pete, thank you very much. Pete, now, love you. Your Instagram, <laughs> please don't give them ideas. Your Instagram. Yes. So, I, 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 you know, I thought we could talk about it a little bit because, you know, at the end of the day, people go, is it you? Is it not you? You know, it's Dananagram. <laughs> it's insane. It's the most insane it's Instagram feed I've ever seen. Oh, my God. It, yes, it's it is. Actually oh, God. The, it's, it's actually the, the biggest Instagram account on Instagram, even though, uh, like, it's followed by such high up A-listers. Um, it's hilarious. If you're in your 30s to 40s to 50s um, and you 
knew about China Whites and back in the day and celebrities from back then. Um, the, it's, the, the captions are amazing. The writing's phenomenal. It's, the detail is just out of this world. And, and is it you and, doing and it? And the pictures, it's me and a couple of other guys right. and we write it together and we post it. Or I do a post once every few weeks or every, every three weeks or so. And it takes real effort, real comedy. It's a parody account and there's big things happening from it, you know, like, i.e., you know, a big TV show coming up, wow, um, uh, a huge podcast, etc. And it's it's just, you know what, I'm in that place where I can take the pee a bit yeah. of myself. And the, it refers to drugs, it refers yeah. to drinking, it refers to sex, it refers to naughty stuff. But you know what, it's all parody. It's yeah. all just kind of like having a laugh. Yeah. And um, there's a lot of boy bands in it. Um, you know, and it's our era, Ian. You know, it's back the in the days. day, and the it's old the old days. days. And you know what? That's really kind of, you know, people want to remember those days, yeah. and people want to go. Do you know what? I remember that, and that's so funny. It's Jordan without any plastic surgery. Yeah. You know, it's uh, it's it's Peter Andre when you know he was uh, a talented singer, mysterious girl, and stuff. It's it's yeah, it's it's the whole Blue Boys. It's Abs from Five killing it. You know, it's it's Dame Bowers. It's it, 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 it it's um, it's a lovely shot of Shane Richie here. I'm sure you'll appreciate it. Yeah, and you know, Darren, Darren Day is our Shane. guru in it. You yeah. know, we love Darren Day. Uncle Mickles is Mick, Hu Mick, uh, <laughs> uh, Mick Hucknall. You know, um, we call him Uncle Mickles. Did you just say Mick Hucknall? Mick Hucknall. Oh, okay, right. Yeah, yeah, it's simply red. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know yeah. the fella, yeah. So, you know, if you want tickles from Uncle Mickles, you know, and, and <laughs> Anthea Gurner. <laughs> and the Turner. I get it. Yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, and it, and it just goes on, and it's phenomenal. And I like it, the reactions. But within a year, we've got nearly a hundred thousand followers. Wow. We get over fifteen thousand likes. Yeah. I mean, it, it, people just what have you love found? it. Picture of from five. Yeah, there's some really <laughs> good stuff. Callum Best loves it. Bless you, old Go Callum. <laughs> he always used to say, you can't get an STD if you don't get tested. Hashtag rotter. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and did you say, you said you're doing a podcast as well? Yeah, what so it's called Down the Morning After. Um, it's basically, it was number one in the iTunes charts. I'm going to subscribe now. Um, and it now. Uh, it's hilarious if you want to hear about the old days and some really funny stories. And so what is it? Is it true um, stories? It, true is stories. 100% true. And, you know, my mate Johnny really busts me because he just says what what I was like back then and uh, what I'm you know. Did he know you back in the oh, day? Oh yeah, I've known him since I was three. Um, it, you know, uh, so it's me and my best mate. My brother comes on it, and Ben Ofedu from Fats and Small comes on it, and Sam Delaney comes on it, and you know, and I've had like loads. I have lots. Banned of by the mayor of Preston. Yeah, that was a good one. Did you get banned by the mayor of Preston uh, for for doing panto? Yeah, because I swore. Yeah, I remember that. Christmas lights. I remember yeah. that. Yeah. I remember that. Yeah. And you know, and that's, that's, that's the thing, you know, I, 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 you yeah. write a book. You don't even need to write a book. I You've got I, all of these stories. No, in this I, part. I, 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 I mean, that is another thing that's being written at the moment. It's right. called Too Much Too Young. Right. And, um, I can't wait for it to come out. Um, we're out of time. Yeah, I love you. You, you are Thanks invited. for having me on. Thanks shut, for Just shut me... up for a second, please. Go for on. God's sakes, <laughs> in a whole hour. Come back anytime you want, man. Honestly, honestly. And I know it took us a few weeks to sort this out, and then we had to stop because there was a bloody politics and we got taken off the air and all that rubbish. You got an open invitation anytime you want to. Sorry? You can talk now. I was going to say, what, so that was true. <laughs> Did you think. <laughs> Did you think that I was just blowing you up? Oh, I just thought maybe you were busy. Just... No! No, we 
got really busy. We got, we got, there's a really serious, well this is the show line, there's a serious, oh god you thought I was just politely bumping you. that's my insecurity isn't it, that's my self esteem. Well no I understand, I would so, if there's like a heavy news story, me and Kath get taken off. You did video call me so you were like, it wasn't like you were trying to hide anything. No no I felt really bad but we don't find out until about three in the afternoon, that's why I'm texting you and I'm phoning you and I'm emailing. We got you in and now you know it's legit. It was legit. Damn old politics. <laughs> um, damn you. Uh, we damn will, you, Roger. Please be quiet. <laughs> we will be back in a bit. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Thank you so much, Paul Donan. This is the late night alternative on Talk Radio. Love you. The late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. on calling me down the road it's where I'll always be every stop I make I make a new friend can't stay for long just turn around and I'm gone again maybe tomorrow I wanna settle down until tomorrow I'll just keep moving on down this road that never seems to end when you adventure lies just around the bend So if you want to join me for a while Just grab your hat, come travel like that's old style Maybe tomorrow I want to settle down Until tomorrow the whole world is my home So if you want to join me for a while Just grab your hat, come travel like that's old style think like three years and now i've got a cold this is ian lee the late night alternative that was fun with paul isn't he a nice bloke and honestly it's it's so lovely to see him six months clean and sober sparkle in his eyes and uh you know like he's like a, a giant puppy he's such a nice lad um the show continues afoot oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. It's the late night alternative. Uh, me, uh, Ian Lee, Catherine Boyle will be back in a second. She's escorting our guest off the premises at gunpoint. Uh, it's a phone-in show unlike any other. 
in that we just kind of sit here and we talk and we talk nonsense and we see where it goes. Uh, can I do a little check-in? Do you mind if I do a little check-in? Merci beaucoup. Uh, I'm not feeling great at the moment, so I think it's very likely I'm not going to be in tomorrow and I'm, I may not be in, I probably won't be in on Friday. Catherine will be doing, it's not 100%, I need to see how I feel in the morning, but Catherine will be doing the shows. I'm just feeling a little drained, a little mental health, not great. That's an, uh, that's playing it down quite considerably. I'm feeling lousy. Doing the show is fine. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of faking it on the show a little bit and I'm a professional when it comes to faking it. Um, but I'm not feeling great. Uh, and there are the few, so I'm going to go home. I want to stay at home. I want to be with my cats. Uh, I want to meditate. I've got to do a couple of little things tomorrow. Um, I, I kind of said I'd do and I'm, so I'm going to do them. Um, and just going to sort of recharge. And there's a few practical things I can do. The, the house is a real mess at the moment. It just, everything is everywhere and it's because I'm overwhelmed and it, it, it would take two hours to tidy up. Two hours. And if I do that, that will help. Does this make sense to some of you? I think it might do. If I can just tidy up the house a little bit, um, it, it, then it will just clear a little bit of my head and start putting things in order. I don't know if that makes any sense, but um, so that's probably what's going to happen. Um, so come and get it while it's hot. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Let's see where this goes because we had um, uh, we had words yesterday. Good evening, Chris. Good evening. Where are we today, Chris? I, I know you told me not to ring you up, but I have done again. Because I, I, I was listening to that um, um, person, lad, who was um, talking about um, he had a slight drug habit. I think even Paul Denham would suggest that, it, that, that slight is an understatement by uh, quite some considerable way. Well, I, I don't know that person. I... I um, okay, what's, what's the point, Chris? Because we, we did kind of discuss yesterday that, uh, 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 unless, unless you, we did, we did, we did, we did discuss yesterday that unless you were prepared to kind of, you know, start, um, making a few changes, no, that perhaps it would be, please let me, but Chris, please let me finish, mate. You, 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 okay, you, you don't listen. You don't listen. We, we did say yesterday that unless you start making a few changes, it's, it's probably best that you don't call us again. Well, I, I made a change because I, I used to be a drug addict. I used to put needles in my arm. And do you know what stopped me? Go on. I was in a... I was in the house, and... Chris, I'm gonna, no, I, I'm, I'm gonna stick with what I said yesterday. Um, uh, thanks for wanting to share that, but uh, it was a real... Uh, I, I meant what I said yesterday. No, d d because I, I'm not a drug addict. And that's great, and that's wonderful. Anymore. That's that's wonderful, and I'm really pleased to hear that. But but the issue isn't isn't drugs that we were talking about yesterday, is it? The issue was you you I, I worry, and you'll say that it isn't. But Catherine and I worry that we are enabling you to continue. Oh, don't worry about Please, me, Chris. Could I... you let me finish, mate? I actually, I'm now I'm finding you quite rude. Oh, I'm actually finding okay. you quite rude, oh, right? Because uh, I'm trying to put right. forward a point, and you keep interrupting, and you will not listen. Right? This is really. I don't, I don't mean to be rude. You are. Sorry. You, it doesn't, whether you mean it or not, you are being rude. Oh. 
Okay. Right. So, so I'm going to say something, and it's really important. Okay. Fine. We we spoke yesterday, and yeah. I think it's Catherine and I are very concerned that we are enabling you to continue continue um, living a life that is unhealthy for you, and that you are using us as an outlet, which is unfair on us. No, I'm is not, un- Chris. Is unfair on us. Is unfair on the listener, and is actually dangerous and damaging for you. So I'm gonna really, is, really is stick. Is that what you feel? It's what we said yesterday, Chris. It was a whole conversation that we had yesterday, and it is exactly what I feel. Yes. Yeah. I think that you phoning us up is unfair on me and Catherine. I think it's very unfair oh. on the listener, and I think it's dangerous for you while you're phoning up uh, in this state and unwilling to make any changes. Well, I tried to. You haven't tried to. You haven't tried to. You you, you haven't tried to. I, uh, Chris. So I'm I'm I'm. I know it sounds harsh, but I'm going to stick to it. Actually, I've been thinking a lot about what I said to you yesterday and whether it was too aggressive or not. And no, 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 no I no, don't no. think it was. And I'm I'm really going to stick to it. I do not want you to call this show until you you can phone up and say that you have done something to make a positive change in your life. Because I think you're being unfair on me and Catherine. I think you're being unfair on the listener. That's and that's I that's think that you, we are uh, allowing you to continue this this life of. Um, that sounds awful. It does, doesn't it? Doesn't it? Yes. Doesn't it? You're saying that I've been um, awful on yourself and, and Catherine. Didn't say that, Chris. Didn't say that. Didn't say you're awful on myself and Kath. I chose my words very, very carefully. But I think that by allowing you to call up and and do these calls that you have been doing, well, that we my are phone calls, no, then. no, it's not up to <laughs> no, 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 no. It's not up to us. It's up to you. Also, Chris, how are we going to hear from you if we block your phone calls? How are we going to hear from you when you um, start? Well, sorting yourself out. You know, you say, like, I, I don't use Twitter and stuff, and I, 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 don't, I can't be asked to do that anymore. No, but what I'm saying but, is, we will hear from you again, won't we, when you start sorting things out? I, I... Yeah? You understand that? We, no, I, get, I didn't. We'll hear from you again when you start sorting things out. Well, I, that's why I rang up. No, no, no. You're, t- you're I, telling I us you, so, you sorted. Your, you're telling us you sorted your drug addiction out. That was in the past. Yeah. I don't care about that. That's great. Yeah, well done. Uh, and that must be yeah. great. But we are talking about the situation that you're in now, where you phone us up, you tell us how bleak your life is and how you can't go out, and then you start crying. You need to make a change, as we said yesterday. We have suggested lots of stuff. You don't want to listen to any of it. Then I'm afraid I can't allow you to come on the show anymore until you do something to change, because I think we are enabling your situation. I, I've been banned from many places. Okay, so that's. I don't. You, I don't want to hear. This, is, this isn't now. a ban. This isn't a ban, Chris. This is the thing. What you hear are absolute reasons why you can't do stuff. We're not saying that. What we're saying is we want you to take positive steps to change your situation and then we can talk about those but at the moment it's just the same thing over and over and you're telling us things that you should be telling wait a minute wait a minute wait a minute you're telling us things that you should be telling a professional that can do something about them pardon you're telling us things that you should be you would be better off telling a professional who can help you make changes okay chris so hopefully we'll speak in the future when things uh, have changed but if not i wish you the best of luck mate
Thank you, Chris. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Let's go to Stephen. Good evening, Stephen. Oh no, hang on a second. Let's try again. Good evening, Stephen. Yes, yes. Yes, yes. Hello. Hello. Uh, uh, hello, Ian Carl. Hello, Stephen. Um, listen, I, I hope you don't take too much of this show home with you because some of it is really, really bleak listening. Um. <laughs> um, hello? Yeah, hello. What did you call in to say, Stephen? Um, uh, just, uh, I was listening to Paul, uh, really nice lad. It's good, isn't um, it? Yeah, oh, aye, aye. Uh, good actor as well. Mm. Um, he was good in um, Hollyoak. Yep. Yeah, aye. Um, Did you ring us last night towards the end of the show, Stephen? Yeah, I was a wee bit, um, a wee bit tense, you know, um, without the antidepressants that have been took off. Um, I don't want to, I, I don't, I don't want to ponder on on that issue too much because that takes me back. Uh, you know, I'm trying, I'm trying to think positive. Yeah. Um, so, how can we help you tonight? Um, what? Oh, I don't know. I sang a song and... <laughs> uh, you want to sing a song? Go on then. Oh, no, I don't want to sing a song. No, no, my voice, no, my, no. Um, I don't know. Um, Doesn't, you don't have to be a good singer to sing a song. Just sing. You sing for the joy of making a loud noise. No, no, yeah. it, 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 uh, the, the thing I was talking about with you, to, especially you, Ian, uh, I don't, please don't take this the wrong way. Um, I think sometimes you care too much about, about your listeners. Uh, I, yeah, I, I don't think there is a, I love, uh, by the way, I love the, uh, Glasgow Rang. I love it. I think it's so delicious. Mm -hmm. Uh, yeah, and that is something I am trying to, uh, work on, Stephen. But yeah, as I said yesterday, you know, everyone that drops a, a, a stone on our back, a little bit of it sticks. You know, people come and phone in with these big boulders and a little bit of stone chips off and falls into our pockets and, uh, me mm -hmm. and Kath carry it around with us. Um, and, uh, yeah, I do care too much sometimes. Yeah. But that's my problem. I'm dealing with it. Yeah, yeah, well, I hope you are. Uh, yeah. You're a really, a really nice soul, you too, Carl. Thank you. Um, that's, that's basically all I wanted right. to say. Stephen, nice one, mate. Thank you very much, and thanks for calling back. I appreciate it. 0344 499 1000, the late night alternative. I think it's, we're getting the after effects of the full moon from last night. The late night alternative, Ian and Kath, every weeknight from 10 on Talk Radio. Stimulating nightly emissions guaranteed to open your eyes and your mind. Oh my word. The late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Oh three four five five nine nine one thousand. I'm just saying. Uh, told the listener, Catherine, I, I pro possibly, probably, will not be in for the next couple of nights. Mm -hmm. That you will be leading them. Yeah, that's the bad news. It's by gonna be, the hand. It's gonna be me. Bit suspicious, James. Well, bashing his head in the middle of the night. Well, very nasty accident. Yeah, he, he stood up. Rush of blood to the head and he fell back and 
Got his head open. Can happen. Fell backwards though. For, for me, you fall, you fall forwards, and you cut your head just there, forehead on the on the side of a table. Are you Falling saying you think it was an owl? I don't think it was an owl. I think it was um, a gentleman in the woods. Gosh. I think he was gathering wood wood in the woods okay. late at night and was smacked over the back of a head. It's a very um, it's yeah. a very colourful image. Yeah. Remember when? Thanks for, um, Thanks for planting that seed. Do you my head. remember when Kevin Spacey was mugged walking his dog at three o'clock in the morning on Clapham Common? Wow. There's a lot of it about. Let's go to Jerry. Good evening, Jerry. Hi, Ian. Hi, Kev. Oh, Jerry. Jerry from California, yeah, yeah, coming today, surfing, everybody's blues away. She's riding the wild surf, she's riding on a little motorcycle, she's playing electric guitar, and baby, she don't care. Wow. <laughs> wow, indeed. There's, there that's go, the only thing you can say. I'm really, I'm getting really into the Beach Boys again. Obviously. Really. There's a Beach Boys, <laughs> there's a Beach Boys <laughs> event on Saturday that I was toying of going with. It's not even that far from me. It's like 25 minutes away from me. But it would involve, Jerry, get this, it would involve walking into a church hall where there'd be approximately 120 other men and it would involve me walking in on my own and sitting there on my own all day. To quote the great Neil Diamond, ain't no way. So I probably won't go. Okay. <laughs> anyway, Joe, what can we do for you this eve? This beautiful eve, crispy cold, Christmassy eve. Um, I, can I ask you guys a question? No. Yes. No. Okay. Um, then I'll Hang on a minute. Why are you listening? Why are you listening to her and not to me? Because I'm the person who sanctions the questions. <laughs> listen to Sean Scott. Hang on, listen. Sean, Sean Scott on Twitter grassing me up. James Well, are you listening to this crap on talk radio? Ian Lee is taking the piss out of your fall today. What an absolute scumbag! No, I'm not. I'm not taking the piss, Sean. Not taking the piss. It's obviously a very, very nasty blow uh, fall, uh, and it's very, very upsetting. Also, Sean. Sean also, Sean. He, um, how do we praise this? We're mates with him. You're not. Yeah, I know, I've got his home phone number. I'll probably give him a call tomorrow, Sean, to check how he's doing. It's, what you're doing is, there's a picture of you, you look about 12, you're smoking a fag, and you're grassing at someone up on Twitter. You're sucking up to someone. Sucking up don't to someone. Don't even know. Don't even know. He doesn't even like you, Sean. And listen to your... Is this a bot? Sean Scott... Nine three one nine five six four. Was all the other nine million three hundred nineteen thousand five hundred thirty-five numbers Sean Scott has gone? You absolute melt. Anyway, thanks for your message. Yeah, last Sean Scott, you bell cheese. Okay. <laughs> Jerry, yes, you can ask us a question, please. Okay. Um, are you guys coming over here in April to see Mike and Nikki? 
for those who don't know, the Monkees, who played their last ever gig at the Sydney Opera House earlier this year, the two remaining Monkees, Michael Nesmith, Mickey Dolenz, both of whom are friends of mine. Friends, I mean, come on. Don't, don't reply to my emails They're anymore. not as friends as James Whale. Yeah, there we go. Uh, they are doing a series of shows. They're releasing a live album, and I am considering it, yeah. I, I, it's, not, it's not definite, but I'm considering it. Okay, well, if you're going to get tickets, you know what? They're selling fast, oh. and the place that they're going is real small because I know where it's at. Oh. And um, so, yeah, if you don't get I mean, it's going really fast. Okay, so, um, okay. Well, I'm, so I'm, just, you know what? Let me know, and I try to get you guys some tickets. Um, well, hang on. Cat's not, whoa, whoa, whoa. Cat's not coming to. No, I'm not involved in any of this. You're not coming form. to see the monkeys. I'd love you to see a monkeys gig. Yeah, it? but just come over here anyway so oh. we can go, like, shopping and go to L.A. and and, um, you know, and I think Nikki lives somewhere over here in the beach, so you guys can catch up and everything, so come on! <laughs> what do you got to lose? This sounds a little too keen. I suspect we're going to wind up in Jerry's basement, uh, <laughs> duct taped yeah. to uh, a, a chair, force-fed poppers, and then they're going to do all kinds of things to us. <laughs> sounds no, great, I'm know. in! <laughs> <laughs> Jerry, no, I would love to. Here's no. the thing. Here's the thing. I would love to. I'm a bit skint at the moment, and this is the problem. I, I, I need to find out. I need to see if my work contract is being extended. Sean says I'm actually 17. Get your facts correct, son. <laughs> son, it's got a new son. <laughs> Sean, you're let's a little. Not, let's Sean, not talk facts. Sean, let's not talk facts. I'll give you facts. You're a little prick now. Um, and you're muted, so you you carry on replying, baby. Um, so uh, I, I need to see if my contract gets renewed in March. I, I, I suspect it will be. I've heard good, good. The, the word on the street is the word is good. Um, but it, you know, money, 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 money. Jerry is the thing. Money, money, money. We could do a GoFundMe. Go fund Ian and Cass trip <laughs> to LA. I'm up for that. I'm up for that. This shopping trip ain't gonna pay for itself. <laughs> oh, Jerry, why are you being so tight? What, why don't you offer to pay? This is incredibly selfish of you, Jerry. Offer to pay for our flights to LA and, um, and the five star, four star, I'll compromise a four star hotel. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, okay. I'm, I'm, I'm a millionaire. <laughs> Who says Americans don't do sarcasm? I just heard it there. <laughs> I will hope so, Jerry. Um, but, and, and yeah, I'm aware it's selling out. It's selling out quickly. But thank you, thank you, thank you. I will keep my fingers crossed. And it'd be nice to meet you and uh, your, your family at some point because you've been such a, a lovely contributor to the uh, to the show. Let's go to Des. Good evening, Des. Let's go. Hello, to, hello Des. Hello. You built this city. You built this city on rock and roll. Built this city. Does the thing where he just skips the pause. You built this city on rock and roll. And that city will be Hull, Des, where you're calling from, yes? <laughs> <laughs> yes, it will be. It will be. You yes. do the thing that I really hate, and I'm constantly saying this to Catherine. I just think some people don't get it, right? Sing that again. Sing that again. Okay. You built this city. You built yeah, this city. Stop me there. Stop me there. That's not the song. The song goes like this. We built Bob. this city. We built we this. Built no. This no. You're not holding. You're you're embarrassed by the pause. You, so you come in like a beat, two beats, three beats early. Because we built this city. We built this, and you're going. We built this city. We built this city, <laughs> and it, it really, really, 
really annoys me when people do that. He's gone. He's hung up. Good. You completely... I hope he's gone off to practice. He rained on his parade. I hope he's gone off to practice. If he's humiliated and in tears, good. Because fame costs, and right here is where you start paying. In sweat. Is it sweat? Yeah. I was paying in the wrong stuff. Um, have you seen Stephen Page's latest tweet? Mm, no. She's, he's had a very important visitor to one of his concerts at the City Vineyard, New York City. That's where we saw him. Yeah, I think they might be slightly more exciting. Was it the Queen? Elton yeah. John? It's one of your favourite people. Mike Nesmith? Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> Ryan Reynolds was for a long time. Hey, look at that! Look at that! Look at that! He didn't post a picture of us when we met him. Strange that, isn't it? He didn't post a picture of us when we met him. Oh, uh, good, that's some venue, huh? No, we didn't see the City Vineyard, we saw City Winery, a different venue. Oh. So, um... That'll be why you didn't take our picture. That'll be why. Good evening, Catherine. Hello. Hello, Catherine. Long time, <coughs> no croak. Uh, <coughs> oh, sorry. That's all right. <coughs> oh. Do you need a water? I've had a really bad weekend. Go on, what's happening? With illness. Yeah, you're, you're feeling lousy. I've been in bed the whole weekend. Oh, mate. I have had a plethora of district nurses, doctors, physiotherapists, occupational therapists, and it's still not ended. Um, Why have you had so many this weekend, Catherine? Well, I keep having falls, um, and they're heavy falls. Um, I think I know what it is. I think it's... I have no cartilage in my knees. Right. And from laying in bed right. to recover the illness, my muscles are not strong enough to support me. Right. So when I get up to go anywhere, I sort of fall down. So they all rushed out. And plus the fact, since I've been diagnosed, which is three years now, not one single person... Um, professional or otherwise, has come out to see me. No one. Um, I mean, you'd think they would come out, make themselves familiar with your home, um, talk to you, see what sort of person you are. Yeah. No. They don't. I think, uh, sadly, I know this. They don't. No, uh, they don't. So I, I had to get over it myself. On Sunday night, I thought I was going to die. Oh, I've never had it before, and I had an anxiety, I had an anxiety attack. Yeah. And my heart was racing. I, I just thought I was going to die. I was in tears. I phoned my nurse, and she kept saying, "Calm yourself down." Well, is this, <laughs> yeah, okay, right? But yeah, I'm having an anxiety attack. How am I supposed to calm myself down? <laughs> there are tricks you can do when you're having an anxiety attack, but it's it can be tough. I've I've, I've only had a, a handful of panic attacks, and um, it's it's very frightening, isn't it? Which it then is makes terrifying. it worse. It's terrifying because it, I kept crying. And I kept begging her to help me, um, and she said to me, well, there is medication for anxiety, but unfortunately I can't be a chief, it's got to be a doctor. Right, of course. Um, and I didn't want to find a doctor out in that hour of the morning, so I ended up going to bed, laying on my bed, my husband fast asleep, and uh, my dog fast asleep, and... Uh, Everyone asleep apart from me, and... Do you ever meditate, Catherine? I'm sure it's been suggested before. I, 
I'm very, very big into Buddha. Um, Buddhism, I think, is fabulous. Yeah. And I'm also into my Buddhist cycle and all. Um, so I do do, I do, uh, I do a lot of yoga and I do a lot of what they call disabled yoga. Um, but as for meditating, I've worked so hard. My husband can meditate very easily, mm. but I have worked so hard, and I just can't meditate. Well, and, and, and you know, a, a Buddhist wiser than me would say, "Well, you're working too hard. The, the meditation is not working." Have you ever tried the? Because uh, I do TM, so I've got my little mantra, and that works for me great. But uh, I, I did for a while, on the recommendation of my sister, use the Headspace app. Have you ever tried that? No, I've oh. never even heard of it. Oh, have you got a smartphone? Yeah. Get the head... Well, I've iPad, I use. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get the, um, Headspace app. I'm just going to check it on my phone, because I haven't got it on this phone. I'm just checking that it's still free. You, you get to a level where you have to pay, uh -huh. but I never paid. I would just... You, you don't... You, just there was yeah. enough... I haven't used it for a couple of years. There was enough free stuff that you could very successfully use it without having to pay and it's really it starts off the first i think the first few days of meditation it's like three minutes three minutes right. and he, he's kind of talking you through it then it goes up to five then seven then ten and the longer you get that he, he kind of backs away from it and just checks in every now and then and it, I, I found it really really helpful i'm just installing it's installed already while i'm talking to you so it's only a small thing oh Sorry, good evening, Catherine. Hey, I hello. Didn't mean to be rude. You weren't rude at all, don't you worry. It has been. It has been noted. Um, <laughs> uh, so you, you sign up with a part. You can sign in with Facebook. I don't know if you have got Facebook. I'm just creating an account now. Um, I have, but I don't like Facebook. No, I don't use Facebook. But I, it, sometimes <laughs> with some things you can just log in, and I don't. Like, or you can log in with an email and a, a, a password. Yeah. Um, there you go. It looks like there's still a lot of it that's free. Oh great! So it's called Headspace. And, um, I don't know, if you're having panic attacks or anxiety attacks, it, 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 it may not help in the moment, mm -hmm. but it may help afterwards, and maybe if you, you kind of build it into, a da into your daily routine, it might lessen the severity of it. That would be great. That would be really, really great. Why don't you give it a try, for, uh, and maybe, you call us before, but, but maybe give us, give us a call in like a week or, or ten days or so of you using it, yes. and just say, yeah, that was brilliant, I'm all zen, or no, that was a piece of crap, what else you got? And we'll, yeah. we can take suggestions then from, from other listeners who might have found other ways to... Oh, that would be so good. Yeah, cause... Because I don't sleep at night. No. I'm awake all night. Tiring, isn't it? Yeah, I'm awake every night. I have been, you're not going to believe me. Go on. I've been awake since I was 14 years old. Sorry? I've had insomnia since I was 14. What? What? You've, ne you've never, time. hang on a minute, this is, you've never slept, or you've never had a good night's sleep? I've never, ever had, I've had, like, the most I've had has been an hour and a half. And no wonder started, you're so nuts. That would drive anyone crazy. Wow. Yeah, it started when I was going through all my GPSEs and everything, yeah. and it never stopped. And I've still got it now. I'm 53. Jeez. Yeah. So well, it's a bit difficult. No. But I'm what you call a night owl. I'm up all night. Try, um, try the app. 
A bit of chamomile. I'm always a big advocate of a bit of chamomile tea. You've probably been suggesting uh, all this stuff before. I've got a cupboard full of fruit teas. Okay, try chamomile because that's very calming. Trivarian. Um, um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say something. I'm gonna say something. Have you ever smoked weed or drunk, you know, had, uh, um, you know, t- had weed in coffee, uh, tea or anything like that? Alright, I've never smoked weed because it scares me. Yeah. I've never touched any drugs because right. they, they okay. really me. No, I, and, and that's sensible. That's very, uh, very sensible. And I'm not in any way <laughs> suggesting you do anything illegal. But, no, no, no. but there, I, I do know people for whom sleep and anxiety has been an issue, and they've uh, had the occasional cup of tea that's been made yeah. out of cannabis. And if, and I, listen, I'm not telling you what medicines or medications to take. I, I, I couldn't, but I know that for the a couple of people I know, it has helped them a lot. Yeah, it helped my my one of my clients suffers from multiple sclerosis mm. and she takes it in her teeth yeah. it is the only painkiller that yeah. helps her yeah i got very stoned with my mum once when i tried to uh see if cannabis would uh, would help her it didn't but we had a great afternoon <laughs> <laughs> laughing at countdown it was very very funny <laughs> Catherine, try and get yeah. some rest let's let's know how that app goes and if you have any success with it yeah what I actually found in for as well is for yeah. the ghost story update. Oh, yeah. Um, <clears throat> because um, I've got a really spooky one for you. Okay. I'd like to know your opinion on it. Okay, okay. Well, then we're going to get some spooky music in the background. Here we go. Let's hear it, Catherine. Right. Our group got called to do a cleansing in a house that was owned by a young boy. And his friend said that the boy was drifting further away from friends and family. So we went for our initial walk round um, and met the young boy. And he was very pleasant, but he wasn't engaging. So um, he told about different things and... There was very bad vibes in the house. You could feel it. Yeah. Um, anyway, after about an hour, we decided we would go outside for some fresh air. And he came with us, and we left an EVP machine running. Yeah. And we shut the door. There was nobody in the house, and there was absolutely nobody could get in and we were all outside together and on the EVP there is what sounded like chanting real chanting you know like you hear in horror films so it was coming from the loft so I went up in the loft with my husband and everywhere you could see plastered on the walls was Church of Satan, was Alistair Crowley. Um, he was obsessed with Crowley. Um, and he was sitting in the middle of what we call a call-in circle. And a call-in circle is when you call in different spirits. And we think he'd opened that portal and caused spirits very bad spirits to come through. Um, the very bad thing is we were there on four consecutive nights 
and we couldn't bear it. We just could not bear it. And in the end, I happened to know somebody who's a Jesuit priest. Yeah. And I called out the Jesuit priest, um, and he worked very diligently. And uh, he told me, he said, you're the one that's holding all this back. And I said, I don't understand. He said, you're a Roman Catholic. They don't like you. You need to leave the building. So I did. And um, within two hours, the Jesuit priest had cleared everything. The whole room felt lighter. Um, it just everything felt better. But I have a suspicious feeling that the boy is not going to stop because he gave us no guarantees that he would give up smoking weed and contacting things. He thinks it's his hobby. Doesn't realise how dangerous it is. So, um... Jesus, Catherine, that's the most... That's the most terrifying story. I remember when my boy was in a year ago when was hearing ghost stories and burst into tears. I nearly recreated that scene. That's the most horrible story I've ever heard in my life. It is really horrible. I've got... We've got files with even worse cases. Well, Catherine, we will access those files at a later date. Go and have a nice cup of chamomile tea. Relax. Listen to the rest of the show, and we will speak again soon. Thank you, Catherine. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. The late night alternative, weeknights from ten with Ian and Kath on Talk Radio. Jacked up jive talk for janitors, jazz cats, and gin soaked boys and girls. Is that <laughs> If you're a week, you're a welcome. I've got five cactus meat. Stuck in my the late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Uh, the kittens, George and Patty, that's their names. Thank you, Catherine. Slept on my bed last night for the first time. They came upstairs. Mucky, who normally sleeps on the bed, was not happy. I woke up in the middle of the night to find uh, Patty uh, was asleep on top of the hot water bottle. <laughs> 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 ah, little shitbag. Um, I had the first instance of um, having a lovely snuggle with Willow on the... Willow is my cat, by the way. Mm. Um, on the sofa today, and then I nipped up to go to Lou, and when I came back, she was sitting in my spot. Oh, there we go. Saying, no, <laughs> there no, was no, no budge in there. No, 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 you are always sitting in her spot. <laughs> Good evening, Josh. Hey, how are you? Very well, Josh. What have you got for us? Well, I was just listening to you discussing meditation and things, but I was wondering whether it could help me out with my problem. Um... So basically, I, I don't sleep very well either, like your last caller. Um, so what I tend to do is just get in my car and drive around for hours in the night. Yeah. Um, and what I've actually discovered is is I've got a, a pretty bad sex addiction. I can't stop buying prostitutes. Um, so what I'm thinking of is when I get to that thought process of thinking I need to draw money out, is there some kind of meditation I could do to take me away from that thought process? Gosh, you're, you're asking a question that's above my pay grade, I'm afraid. I, I, uh, I wouldn't know. <laughs> meditation helps everybody. I, would it help with that? I don't know. I think with addiction, you need um, a little bit more help from outside. Well, yeah, maybe. But I'm like out now, like driving around, you know? Okay. Um, you know, so... Uh, who's, in, who's, that in the, who's in the car with you? Nobody. Okay, I thought I heard somebody. No, no, no. It's, oh. it's uh, just just driving around uh, the streets. 
just because my mind doesn't slow down to me, you know? It's just forever on the go, all the time. Well, then, yeah, then, I, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, meditation, uh, meditation helps everybody. There's, there's, there's no denying it. It's a great little, um, little tool. Is it going to stop you? meditate, I, I meditate. I haven't done it for ages. I'm going to be doing it tomorrow. Okay. All uh, right. But, but, uh, I, I, I'm a, you know, sex addiction is a big thing. Paying for sex, uh, when you don't want to pay for sex is a big thing. And, and it's hard to break that cycle on your own. I would suggest that you need, um, either help from other sex addicts in form of a fellowship or professional help or you need to do something, you need to do something. Meditation ain't going to stop you going out and paying for sex if you're addicted to it. Costs me a lot of money though, you know? Well, yeah, it would do. I, 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 I work in a warehouse driving a forklift truck, and um, basically I earn about £10 an hour, and I get paid every Friday lunchtime, and by Saturday evenings it's gone. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I understand addiction now. It drains the uh, the bank account. Yeah. Um, and then you've got the other things that go around that with the, like, obviously low self-esteem and various bits and pieces like that as well um and it's just starting to get out of control like Oh, well, it sounds like it's not starting to. It sounds like it's out of control. There is, uh, in as much as there is Alcoholics Anonymous and there is Narcotics Anonymous, there is also Sex Addicts Anonymous, SAA, and uh, I know they have meetings in Bristol, and if you Googled them, um, you, you might, they might be able to offer you some help. I went to SAA for a long time, and it... it, it uh, it gave me some help, but it didn't, wasn't enough to stop the behaviours that I was doing, uh, uh around sex that I didn't want to do. Was you, a, was you a sex addict? Was you? I would say, I would say I am, yeah. I, I, I'm not going to go into the full details of how that manifests itself for me, but, yeah, I, I did stuff sexually that, um, would bring me great shame and that I didn't want to do. Alright. And okay. I'm working on, on stopping that, and I'm having a good run of not, acting out like that yeah yeah i i i can um relate to that or, or, or hope to relate to that um just go home now go home now go home okay go home um yeah how, how far away are you from home uh, good 20 minutes now right, well good just turn the car around go home now yeah i'm okay. gonna say something right here we go Gonna say something that's gonna sound unpleasant to some people. Excuse me, put fingers in your ears, ladies and, and people under the age of 18. Go home and knock one out. Um, okay, yeah. Go I home mean, and, go home, go what? home and masturbate and save yourself 50 quid, 100 quid, whatever it is you're spending, and then think about it tomorrow. But save Should yourself the money tonight. Should I watch some porn with it? Do whatever you wanna do, at home, on your own, you know, this is not particularly spiritual advice, but it's going to save you, I don't know what, 100 quid, 75 quid tonight, and you'll wake up and go, oh, I didn't do it last night. Yeah. All right, I'll give it a go. All right, thank go. you, Josh. There we go. All, all the advice, I mean, very rarely I'll tell someone, go home and masturbate, <laughs> but, you know, it's not the most spiritual answer. It's, not, it's certainly not a long-term solution, but if it stops him paying for sex uh, 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 and throwing away money, giving himself a feeling of shame, but also taking advantage of 
uh, someone who more than likely doesn't want to have sex, you know, is working in the sex industry. I know there are uh, a, a lot of men and women that work in the sex industry that love it as a career choice and love it as a job. I know that. But there are more women who are doing it because they're being forced to do it, because of slave trade, because of drugs, because of whatever, whatever, whatever. It's, it's a very exploitative uh, uh, industry. So go home and know that you've um, treated womankind with respect tonight. Um, let's... Did I do the 22? It's so forgetful, Amy. So forgetful. I had a real panic there. I thought, what the hell? Um, did that sound alright to say that? I, I mean, it's... Listen, whatever gets his head on the pillow tonight, clean. And then tomorrow, try again. That's it. That's it. Hello, Matthew. Oh, good evening, Ian. Good evening, Kath. Hey, First on call, avid listener. Oh, I th- um, oh, Where's your bell? Where's your bell? Hang on, I got it. I've always got oh. the bell. Really? That's for you. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, okay. It sounds like uh, when Trigger was on the bus in Only Fools and Horses. <laughs> you sound like, it sounds like Chris from Port Talbot, doesn't he? Where about you from, Matthew? Uh, I'm Barry Island, mate. It's my list, but it is. Okay, so, there uh, we go. Barry, Barry Island of the list. What can we do um, for you tonight, Matthew? W- well, the last phone call kind of threw me, but uh, I've got a bad picture in my head now about uh, John, 20-minute drive home and going home and knocking and help me. Well, let, let, whatever it takes. <laughs> whatever it takes to get you through the night, as John Lennon Yeah, and the reason I called you this evening is something you said earlier about you needing some time off. Yes. To get yourself together. I think the best medicine for you is to continue what doing what you do and showing the compassion oh. that people are calling to you. Oh. Um, I, I, I would never normally call, but uh, I listen quite often, and so many people are there with problems, and sometimes you're blunt, but generally you show so many people so much care and time, the pair of you, including Kath, <laughs> and I think the best medicine for you is maybe not time off me, go and do an hour in the flat tonight, hour tomorrow, whatever, but don't go off the airways. You help more people when you're on the okay. air. And I think that'll help you. In- I appreciate what you're saying. I'm listening and hearing to what you're saying, and I will very politely um, uh, thank you for your suggestion and um, ignore it. <laughs> if that's okay. Because I, I, I get what you're saying totally. Uh, but I kind of know, I think I could be totally wrong. I think I know what's best. I think I know what I need to do. Okay. And that is just to have a couple of days away and, and, uh, yeah. But thank you, but Matthew. But, but, well, well don't just be able to, uh, by the way, I do have a rescue cat myself. And, the uh, best man. He has his own hot water bottle. Jeez. Uh, <laughs> uh, that might be the answer. Has, <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> he, and he also has a lead and a hoodie and I take him down by the and he has a coffee down by, uh, Nessa's shop. So, uh, oh. he's quite cool. Did he, yeah. I'm going to say, just say there, Matthew. Did he say that the cat's got a hoodie? Yeah, and a lead. What? Yeah, I couldn't even get mine to wear the bat wings for five minutes. Is it with a dog? Ask him if he's confused with a dog. <laughs> You're not talking about a dog, are you, Matthew? Kath, I can actually WhatsApp you a picture of Buddy Brown on his lead if you wish. Well, can uh, you tweet me one? Uh, I don't do. Um, yeah, but he, she doesn't give out a phone number to, to strangers. Smooth <laughs> 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 move, though. Cats in hoodies. Although, that is a tantalising thought. <laughs> he nearly, ca- he nearly um, catfished you there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well. I, uh, I... Oh. He has his own uh, skull and crossbones hoodie uh, and a lead. Um, I get him his own deck chair and his uh, hot water bottle home is Dennis and Dennis. Matthew, um, you're insane. Thank you for calling. <laughs> oh my God. What a fruitcake. <laughs> let's go to, uh, let's go to Manny. Then we've got some post. After midnight, we'll open some post that's been sent in. I have two packages to open. Good evening, Manny. 
Good evening, young man. Money, 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 yeah, yeah, so he's a good guy, miserable guy. I remember Ranji. Used to, uh, go into a chip shop, used to find chip, me up. Chippy, chippy, chippy man. Boring chippy. Yeah. Um, go on. Right. I was going to tell you this yesterday. You know, your bathroom. Yes. You've ordered it, yeah? I've ordered it. The bath is coming right. tomorrow. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. Right. Don't buy tiles. We had our bathrooms done in Ju June. What did you put on the walls? Wallpaper? Carpet? No, 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 no. There's these new sheets, a six by four, plastic, right? Oh Waterproof. My God, you're so common. <laughs> plastic? No, 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 plastic <coughs> on the walls not, of my bathroom? Not, what is this? Have you not, ever got not, a wet room or something? No, no, they're not, they're not, so they're waterproof, right? So tiles. And you get, and you get them in so many different colours, and the six, they come in six by four. Oh, it sounds awful. And, no, 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 and we had all four done. And you know when the water comes down, it can go down the side of the bath. Yeah, we've had a leak. Yeah, but you yeah, use, it, you it, use it, sealant. No, no, no. You use sealant? This is completely, this is completely different. This is modern, is it? Because, because the sealant does sort of tear away, doesn't it? Yeah, mm. after about five or six years, and then yeah, you come and get someone this, to do the sealant again, or you, you do it yourself, leave, I can. Or you no, leave it no, to you, destroy you, your ceilings. You, you don't need this, the sealant on there at all, and we've had it now since June. <laughs> they don't need cleaning, cleaning. Just a quick wipe over. I didn't say cleaning, I said sneeze. I sneezed. Right, what, mate, what, it sounds what, hideous. No, I'll say No, you mate, and plastic it. is killing the oceans. You it, think I want no, to kill a baby <laughs> seal? Don't be silly. It's, 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 it's just come out of it six months ago. What's it called? I'm going to Google it. I'm not going to, I don't, what I'll do, hang on. No, bathroom plastic wall. Bathroom plastic wall, yeah? The sheets are six by four, you can get them in all shiny black. See what, PVC, rubber? No, the... Hygienic PVC wall cladding. Ugh. I don't know what it's called, but... Well, tell me what it's called, you want me to get it, but then you don't know what it's called, well, how can I get it? Listen to me. When my daughter comes tomorrow, oh. right, you're not going to be. I'll, I'll tell Kath. I'll ask her what they. So are, don't find up Kath for this. She, she's got standards. <laughs> I'm fine. Time. So her show will be good tomorrow. You'll be there tomorrow. I'll, I'll plastic sheets tomorrow. for bathroom walls. It's not plastic. It's called something else. You just spent the whole thing saying it was plastic. I know, but I call it plastic, but it's not. It's 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 proclad vinyl. No. Oh, is it lino? Lino. No, 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 no. Lino. Like, when was the last time someone lane. got some lino laid in their kitchen? I've got lino in my kitchen. But when did you do it's, it, though? It's a diff different name. I can't remember the bloody name. I'll, I'll find out tomorrow. Don't bother. I'll, I'll tell. Don't, don't bother. Can, <laughs> not the proper name. Bathroom, the proper it's, name. it's PVC bathroom cladding. cladding. Yeah, look, you can get it with glitter. <sighs> They're all different colors. It looks nice when you serve, you know. No, I'm gonna get ta I'm gonna get tiles. You still, you absolute Midway. idiot! You've still got to have the bloody grouting along the side to stop the water going. That doesn't stop no, that. They, no, they, they click they together. Click, these they, they click. They click. Yeah, oh, it looks awful, man. You, you you can't tell because you're blind. No. A blind man telling me what I should put up on the walls in my bathroom. I ain't gonna <laughs> listen, Manny. Thank you for your call. Never call again. This is Talk Radio. <laughs>
The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Flo and Eddie sing a song about uh, one of the cleaners who works here. I just, just didn't blow it, to, it so hard. Just showed it to, uh, sorry? Just showed it to Catherine and she was, uh, was, was horrified. But I think I've just blown so hard. Like, I'm like Dizzy Gillespie when he would blow the trumpet so hard his lips would, would explode. His lips would bleed. Like, just pour blood. And I think I've blown my nose so hard in the style of Dizzy Gillespie. Gillespie. Yes. Dizzy, of Dizzy Rascal that I've blown a well, blood vessel. You'd be glad to know that, um, if you do continue to bleed out, um, I will lift your head above your, oh, hang on. Right. Legs. Okay, so, um, <laughs> live, live, t- live shows going on, you know about that. Uh, this weekend, oh, I'm taking the, here's the thing, uh, b- book off sale tomorrow. 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 Okay, so it's gonna go, you wanna buy it, go to lulu.com, buy it. Um, but this weekend on ianlee.com, you'll be able to order the seven inch single. Yeah. And also rabbit hole pins that we got made. Yeah. They're great. They're they just beautiful. arrived and they're good, aren't they? Mm-hmm. They're good. Alum, alum, uh, um, aluminum, as our American cousins would say, soft aluminium, 25 millimeters. Soft enamel. It's soft enamel. They're not soft al- aluminium. You don't know that. Well, you, no, you don't know that. Then they would just bend. You they're don't beautiful. Know that. You don't know that. 
You don't know that for sure, Catherine. Um, and you'll be able to order the rabbit hole logo. Right, we've got some posts. To Ian and Kath, June, ah, remember we spoke to Dylan? Yes. Um, and Dylan was June's granddaughter, grandson. And Rachel's son. Mm-hmm. And Dylan, how, how, tell me how you remember the conversation with Dylan and June going about the badges. Just how do you remember it going? Um, Dylan being a bright, sparky mm-hmm. young man mm-hmm. who was... Um, Happy and, and volunteered to make us badges. Yeah. Not like that at all. I've got a letter here from uh, Rachel, June's daughter. June got the kids to make these for you. Oh. She so coerced them. It's like, it's like, it's like um, being sent to Nike or, or an iPhone. <laughs> June got the kids... June got the kids to make these for you. They have started a badge-making business. I hope you like them. From Rachel June's so June is June well, first is of all, it's not business sense to be giving these things away. June is a nasty piece of work. Turns out slave driver. Um What we got? Okay, okay, okay. Oh, oh well I've got well uh, what we've got here is we've got a legal writ. They've used these kids have used copyrighted images. Copywritten, yeah. Copy they, these images are copyrighted and they have used them. So there's a picture of uh, that we can wear that uh, on our wedding day. <laughs> I'm going to wear a badge of myself. And, and me, which is very nice. There is a rabbit hole. Gosh, that is like the Charles and Di merch, isn't it? Yeah, there is a two, there are I two. I kind of love it. Hashtag TLNA. These are great. These are great, Dylan. Thank you, mate. Two hashtag TLNA and um, an Ian Lee badge, which I'm actually going to wear next time I go on TV. Um, but, so I'm going to wear these. These are great. Thank you. They are copyrighted images, mm. and so I am actually going to have to uh, launch a, a, a cease and desist and a legal campaign. And then there's a bag here. What have we got in here? Holy, sh- holy guacamole! There's more badges. Uh, late night loser. Gosh, they, they, Ra- those children really have been worked very hard. There we go. We've got doubles, so um, you can have a badge with um, with my name on it. There you go. You're, going to, you're ungrateful. Ungrateful. Take it and put it on. Oh, no. I'll, I'll save it for best. Take it and put it on. He's, he's only a young lad, Dylan, that made it. Save it for best, shall I? Best Where's na- the one with my name on it? There isn't one, Catherine. Oh. Thank you, Dylan. Um, um, thank you. That's very kind. Uh, well, um, Do you want to put that in there just for safe? You keep it. Then we got this. Ian Lee at Talk Radio, right? It's me. There's a, there's a, a disc, right? And this is from someone called Alan from Merseyside. Um, and written in, in pencil. Thought that you might find this info more interesting for your listeners. Free discs all round. Dear friend, re-Halloween and post-traumatic stress disorder, PTSD. And there's quite... Okay, I'm just checking because there's some legal stuff and I just want to check that this is not an ongoing case. Okay, we're going in. Oh, really? Let me have a look. No, 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 it's fine. It's, it's not. It's fine. What do you mean, let me have a look? Let me see. No, no I'm going to read it. There's okay. no case. There's no case. There's no case. There's a letter from the police themselves. My decision from the police. There is no evidence to support an allegation. No names, no pack drill. 
Although some may think that Halloween is possessing the house, uh, okay, okay, uh, the Houses of Parliament on the 31st of this month, the thoughts of some may, however, still be focusing on the paranormal and spiritual aspect of that day. That day, which is prior to the religious celebrations of All Saints Day on the 1st of November, followed by our soul, oh, all, excuse me, All Souls Day on the 2nd. Halloween is reputed to be, someone has sent me this. Halloween is reputed to be that day when the veil between the physical world and the spirit world is at its most transparent and thinnest. So much so that the, those from that realm can return and engage with those still on this physical plane. It's like the film Coco. Yeah. Oh, it's a lovely film. Certain of those whom it is alleged take the occasion to return do so in attire reflective of their inner nature. By the way, I have no idea what any of what I've just said means. Additionally, some in the entire, uh, some in the attire in which they would be recognized by those on this earth once knew them. Black, white, darkness, light are words that may come to mind, but the words that are spoken do not of themselves have a color, but it is the nature or detail that they convey that allows them to be placed under a particular heading or descriptor. In more modern times, Halloween is seen as a spooky and a let's scare and frighten them type of event. This being regardless of how that conduct affects the person who is the recipient of that fright and the effect it may have on them. Especially, anyone have any idea? Okay. Uh, especially if that scared and frightened is in act in an abandoned and reputedly haunted location, the effect being shock trauma. There are those who dress up as vampires with red dye on their costumes, also individuals who appear by their costume to have been victims of atrocious and blood-curdling acts and conducts. Mm. Like your zombie cheerleader. But if such atrocious and blood-curdling acts and conducts happened in real life, would those who witnessed such atrocities be the same the day after the event happened? Outside of the medical psychiatry profession, would anyone express concern? Would they acknowledge that such things can affect individuals? Would they extend to help a stranger without reward? Where is this going? Shortly after the turn of the century, a DVD containing a presentation based upon this latter possibility was sent to various locations. Caution is advised when viewing it. I'm guessing it's this. Watching oh this God, tonight. is this going to be one of those ones where... It's ring. Yeah. It's, it's ring, isn't it? Mm. It's ring. You watch it first and let me know. It was not until major events in which many transitioned from this world to the next that acknowledgement of a condition called PTSD became more widely used and publicly recognised. But what of the DVD and the presentation, you may, you may ask? And it says again in red, caution is advised when viewing it. To give answer to that thought, it could likewise be thought that the content of that presentation contrib con contributed to the person who produced it losing his job. What? I have no idea what's going on, but I am loving this. To clarify those points and to enable you to have a thought or conclusion in relation to that presentation, I have enclosed a DVD on which is that very presentation. Then in red, caution is advised when viewing it. If you have the thought it should not have been made available or released to police officers to whom it was also made available, then it is with the greatest of respect that I ask you to spare a few minutes of your time reading the web, web page made mention of below. The web page in question can be reached by copying the web addresses 
into Google or a similar internet search engine. Is he just explained how to look for things on the internet? There is perhaps a puzzlement. I was pulling a very puzzled face then. That puzzlement being that in a certain year, I'm, I'm being slightly vague here, it, the, the, that puzzlement being that in 2008, a certain police force did not approve of the content of the DVD presentation. Is this like a bluey or something? This is like a video nasty. What's being presented? I don't know, but caution is advised when viewing it. I'm actually a little bit scared. To such an extent that it contributed to the producer of the DVD's dismissal from that police force. Yet in 2019, I pause here, but we'll leave the remainder of that sentence for you to complete after you read the newspaper, art newspaper article from uh, this newspaper, which can be viewed using the webpage below. And finally, I'm pleased to think that the, another police force, who I won't name, have modified their perceptions since I worked in their training department. Thanks for taking the time to read this letter. And if you want to know more, then, like the officer in the newspaper article, I am only an email or written letter away. So get typing and talking. And if invited, I'll join in. What's it say in red on the back of that letter? Oh, this is another thing. This is, these are the references. Then caution, those who are of a nervous disposition should not view the presentation on the disc. What is on this flip? I haven't got my disc drive with me. Um, then there's a thing from, there's a letter from the police. Um, uh, your complaint stated, I'm going to be very vague here, in a document dated, dated, da, la, la, that Constable da, la, la, made a statement alleging that a male who had been arrested for a racially aggravated public order offence at a role play session was a friend of yours and had been brought along by you. What? It was your contention that you neither knew this male nor brought him to the session and that the constable's remarks were a malicious falsehood. Uh, investigation. On such and such a date, a letter was sent to you outlining that your complaint had been assessed as once, uh, um, uh, 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 My decision. There is no evidence to support an allegation that this constable's statement to the police in respect of this matter was anything other than a mistaken presumption. I would... Okay, well, so there's that. Then there's more. Then there's a certificate showing that this gentleman is a certificate in teaching English to speakers of foreign... TEFL. That's not TEFL, yeah. Okay, so, okay. Then there's a thing about stress from California. That's in the first... This is like proper 90s late-night radio letters. Okay, but then there's another letter. Um... about God and whether God is a man or a woman then there's another thing that relates to that police complaint from earlier wow okay this is incredible and then there's a letter from the police to this person who sent the letter I'm, I'm being really vague I'm not going to mention any police forces or, or, or any names Dear sir, I am the chief constable of this police force. Acknowledge that a statement was made in 2009, sent by, um, uh, redacted to, um, 
police officer and two other people, all members of staff at this police force, and contained the wording, quotes, such and such have done a bit of digging on him and found out that he's been expelled from the psychic society for inappropriate sexual innuendo. The statement is untrue and without foundation, and I apologise on behalf of this police force for the content of this email. Hmm. There's a this is I have absolutely thank uh, um Alan will call you. Then there's another letter about um black magic, psychics and robots, ghosts and poltergeists. Um I mean you, oh. <laughs> uh. Ay, ay, ay. So then there's a letter from a fire, fire service. Dear sir, uh, permission to make posters available. Thank you for your letter of the 15th of February and for attaching a copy of your poster, Do Police Use Psychics? We have a very clear policy with regard to the use of fire station notice boards for posters and unfortunately I'm not able to give permission for your post to be, to be distributed. What I will do is put a small article into our weekly bulletin called Hotline, informing personnel of your interest and giving your email address for individuals to make personal contact with you if this is of interest to you. The end. Now, Catherine, as producer of this show, I would like you to watch... This DVD, right, with in darkness, with one candle lit behind you. Do you take the challenge? Yeah, whatever. What? Mm-hmm. Okay, you've got to watch it on a computer. Right, could be a bluey. Be a lot. I mean, that was a waste of twenty minutes. But do you not feel a bit spooked out by that? Let's see what's on the DVD. Cats out. This is serious shiz, man. Talk radio. No rules nocturnal nattering for nightbirds, nurses, and Nosferatu. <laughs> ah, right, cool. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Hey, kids, if you ordered a record, they got sent out today, apart from about three or four. Neil Waring uh, was going to send yours out, but you're, I found an imperfection in your card, so we're going to make another card. Um, and I think there is one or two people whose addresses I don't have, which I have tweeted, and I will email them again, and hopefully they can be sorted out. Um, but they'll be sent out. Some of you may even get them tomorrow. I'm hoping most of you will get them by the weekend. Good evening, June. Hi there, Ian. Hi there, Kath. Hey, June. I'm glad you. I'm glad you got the kids' badges. You are a slave driver. You're worse than those scumbags in India and Vietnam that forced nine-year-olds <laughs> to make iPhones—not iPhones, but to make telephones. Oh no, hang on. Oh, she, my my granddaughter was only nine today. So she was eight when you were forcing her to do it. This is outrageous. Yes, yes and and Dylan's not eleven until next Monday. Okay. So. Uh, they were underage, I suppose, technically. Technically, technically. Now, good, make them work <laughs> hard. Make them work till their fingers <laughs> drop off. That's what I say. They are very, very lovely. Thank you very much, June, and thank, thank the kids. Um, it's very, very kind of them. Um, don't worry about the copyright, because they're not selling them. 
<laughs> well, I still am going to have to. They will be getting cease and desist letters were, from my legal team. They were unique. They were unique. Well, there's two. There's, well, they're not unique. There's two of each. Listen, I don't want to uh, upset you, but those kids are going to get taken away and put in kid prison. Yes, kid prison is a brilliant you, idea. I would watch kid prison. Promises you can't keep. I would, I would, there was a show called Kid Prison. Would you watch it, Kath? Kids in prison, doing sounds, time. Sounds awful, but yes, I would. I would yeah. love it. Yeah. Anyway, June, what can we do for you this evening? Um, I just, I just phoned up to say thank you for mentioning them on the air. Dylan will be pleased when he hears it tomorrow. Well, yeah, it was, it, honestly, they're very, very kind, very thoughtful, and, uh, it is, they will be treasured and it is appreciated. So thank you. Okay, and I hope my record comes on Friday. Fingers crossed. You may, you may. I mean, they were posted today before last post. Who knows? There's a chance you might get it tomorrow. Yeah, I've got, I've got a record player. Beautiful. As well, you, you're gonna, lending me a record player. You are gonna love this record. Me and Kath singing. Please, Mr. Postman. It's gonna, it's in with a bullet. <laughs> Number one smash. And then. And then when I've listened to it, it can go in the drawer with the sexy tax man. Oh, with the what? <laughs> the sexy tax man. Who's the sexy tax man? The sexy saxophony. Oh, the so said sexy tax man. Sexy well. tax man. Okay. <laughs> well, I look forward to um, getting close to his blowhole. <laughs> oh, you should be so lucky. June, thank you very much, Annie. Look forward to seeing you at one of the shows next year. Oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine. 1,000 is the uh, telephone number if you want to give us a call. What you got, Boily? A cat with an unusual stare has caught the internet's eye. Okay. Despite his slightly unnerving resemblance to a wide-eyed wooden puppet, Potato the Cat's peculiar peepers have earned him more than 34,000 Instagram followers. Oh, Scott gave me a new phrase for someone with a cross eye. You know, um, one eye's going to the shops, the other one's coming back with the change. Yeah. This one is, one eye's paying the driver, the other's looking for a seat. <laughs> <laughs> I was reminded by my dad of something my granddad Bert used to say, which was, she's got jealous eyes. Yeah. One's always keeping an eye on the other. <laughs> <laughs> I love a, I love a wonky eye. I think it's a great, great thing. Great thing. Anyway, sorry, carry on. This, this, this cat just reminded me of that. Oh, this isn't nice. They called this cat, this, this is the New York Post referring to the cat as the optical oddity. <laughs> Can you fix cross eyes with magnets? If you put a tiny bit of metal, on the side of the eye that you wanted pulled out, uh -huh. then affixed a magnet to the head either using, I don't know, glue or surgery, you could have it put in, you could cut the skin open and stick it to the bone and sit over, or if you're poor, just glasses, magnetic glasses, and that would pull, that would pull the eye round, wouldn't well, it? Well, I'm no eye surgeon, as you know. Mm, I do know that, actually, and, and, and yet you still charge me $500 to do eye surgery on me, so what was that about? It's now on the urgery, say. Okay. Um, but I think you might have something there. Mm. I know at the moment what they do is they pop them out, tighten them up, and pop back in again. They do, and I think that's unnecessary and, and invasive. And invasive. Mm. So I'm thinking you just, what you do is you just stick a little bit of metal, uh, sharp metal on the side of the eye. I've got a better idea. Mm. Metal hat. Metal Mag hat. Magnet hat. Ma a metal magnet hat would, would do it, yeah. yeah. I mean... Yeah. It's probably... It probably helps with a lot of other things as well that we don't know about, like... Waves. When, um... I was going through a period of getting quite bad migraines about... Ten years ago. Mm hmm I went to see a brilliant... Neurologist. Neurologist, not urologist. I said neurologist. Just checking. Uh, so urologist, urologist is pee-pee. Yeah. 
I went to a brilliant urologist at a hospital, a proper hospital, right? Good, yeah. It's a proper NHS hospital, and I had the works. Because they, there was, there was, they were worried I had MS. I was worried I had MS. So I went and had brain scans. Well, they did this brilliant thing, man. They, 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 they look in your eyes, but to make your pupils bigger, they dilate the pupils. So the, the pupil is the black bit, right? Yeah. That would become the size of the iris. Mm -hmm. So the, you couldn't see the color blue. It's just black. And honestly, it's the, that you're not allowed to go anywhere for like three hours because you can't see anything. It's the funniest thing. I, I did have a picture of it, but I've lost it. I've, I've just like, anyway. So did all of that. I didn't have MS. Uh, my watch was too tight. Um, that's actually a true story. What? Uh, they did a, sorry? What? My watch was too tight. That was what was giving you headaches? That was what was making my right side go numb. Um, what? It's a true story. No. Yeah. And uh, they did a lumbar puncture and all of that. Lumbar puncture was awful. Lumbar puncture was fine. The, the week after, the seven days after was hell. Um, well, yeah, I've had an epidural, and that's that's a squeaker. Yeah, I mean, this is worse. Is it? Yeah, it is worse, because they're taking spinal fluid out of your spine and your brain. Gosh. And so, and, and I was terrified of it, and I had it. And you have to kind of get into, like, the yeah. fetal position. To, I'll tell you that. And they said, you you're probably going to... You can hear it squeaking as it goes in, Yeah, and they said, you're probably going to have a headache afterwards, and I didn't. I, I, I didn't, and, and I went home... And the next day I had a bit of a headache. And I was lying on the bed with a bit of a headache thinking, I feel a bit hungover. Yeah. And I sat up. Oh, I had like proper vertigo. Everything was spinning. I was going to throw up. And I lay down. And it would take about two hours to recalibrate. And you'd feel all right. And if you moved, oh, turned your head at all, it was like being on a, on a, on the Titanic. It was horrendous. Went off about a week. Anyway. The reason for this is, I got talking to this neurologist about migraines. And he said, tell me what we're going to do. And I, in the end, I found out I had, um, like loads of white lesions on my brain, which is, could have been MS or I think Alzheimer's, maybe it's a, it was probably cocaine damage, but there's, there's loads of white lesions on my head. And he said, but I can't find any, I can't find any reason why you're getting these migraines. So I'm gonna, we're gonna put you on a trial. Of a new, I'm thinking, new, new drug. Oh yeah, because none of the tri triptyline drugs worked for me. New drug, and it was this machine, right? The trial of a machine, and this is the proper NHS, right? And he said, and he's a, he was a brilliant man. He was a really brilliant man. He said, we are seeing amazing results with this machine, and it's pretty much recognised that this is probably the way forward in the treatment of migraines. It turns out it's the correct way to pronounce it. And it's, we, we are very, very close to releasing this. Mm -hmm. So it's this machine. And you know the, um, <clears throat> defibrillators? Yes. It's like that, but for your head. Oh my God, really? Right? Yeah. And I'm sorry, I'm, I'm sniffing, I do apologise. Um, but it fires magnet, magnets into your brain. Not, it fires like magnetic energy into your brain, uh -huh. right? So if you felt the early signs of a migraine, you were supposed to get, you're supposed to have this machine charged up all the time and you'd get it and you'd sit down and you'd put these things sort of at the back of your head and press a button and it would charge and then it go, and you'd do that like three or four times. You couldn't feel anything. Uh-huh. And it got rid of migraines. Didn't get rid of mine 
at all. Had zero impact on me whatsoever. So I kept phoning him up and phoning the nurse. I'm going, it's not, it's not doing anything. And I was getting a lot of them at the time, like maybe three a week. Cause it's not doing, he said, are you sure you're doing it right? Is it this? Is it that? I said, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and after like three months, I gave it back to them. I said, it's not working. And they said, wow, gosh, you're pretty much the only person we've had saying that this is having no impact. Now, this is because I'm, my migraines are special, obviously. But has anyone else who's had migraines? This was, this was ten years ago. Has anybody used one of these machines since? I, Cause I don't really get migraines now anymore, touch wood. So I'm kind of out of that world. But are they now, does anyone know, are those machines now a thing, right? If you're a migraine sufferer, do you, is all this because we started talking about wonky eyes and a metal hat? If you're a migraine sufferer, do, do those, do those machines work? Did they become like an industry standard? Because did, did, they gave it to me. I'm thinking, well, this looks like some crap that Facebook would tell me I need because I typed in migraine in, into an email once. So I'm just asking, if anybody knows anything about magnets, doctors and migraines, did those machines become part of the treatment? 0344-499-1000. Back to a wonky-eyed cat. Potato the cat, 34,000 followers on Instagram. 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 I know. The optical oddity was adopted by Ashley Norlin, who's 21, more than two years ago. And like many proud fur parents, she decided to upload some pics of her cat online. And that is when Potato got his first taste of fame. People immediately noticed something was different about his eyes, Norlin says. Yeah, you know what's different about his eyes? They look like those ones you get on cheap teddies googly eyes yeah the ones that's googlies yeah they 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 protrude they're very the pupil is very marked oh they do look like teddy bear eyes you know what i mean like so it's as if these cats it's as if this cat's got glass eyes it's as if the teddy you know when the teddy bear's eyes fall off and you cry and nana says oh don't worry love i'll have something in my sewing box that'll fix it yeah and they're too big there you go there you go. That's what he looks like. He looks appalled all the time. He looks like a sex offender. <laughs> Many social media, you, which, as we know, tomcats tend to be. Disgusting. Dirty bastards. <laughs> Many social media users were freaked out by the wall-eyed feline posting cries of, Is this cat broken? I'll break your face in a minute, sister. One Instagram... I don't mean any violence towards any women whatsoever. One Instagram gawker even analogised him to Insectosaurus, the googly-eyed grub from it, Monsters vs. Aliens. In, 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 what was it? What, inter, internet user... Instagram gawker. Instagram hawker. Gawker. Instagram gawker. And, Androgenised. What were the words you said? Analogised. Jesus. This is the New York Post. They're very um, highbrow. Jesus. Potatoes flummoxed owner has no idea how her pet got the ocular aberration. Oh, for God's them sakes. Listen, the mirror online could take a... No, don't don't give me none of this thesaurus bullshine. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they, they're writing complete sentences and everything. I'm reading a brilliant book by the former lead singer of Shwaddy Waddy. Right? They mm-hmm. sent me his books. Um, and it's brilliant. It's really funny about doing this, this sort of nightmare tour in 2005 of holiday camps and how mm. it was just awful. It's very funny, but you do think, Dave, put down the thesaurus. I want to hear it in your words. Yeah. But it's, it's a very, very funny read. I'm gonna when I've they've sent me two books. I'm gonna sail through those, and once I've read those, we'll get we'll get Dave on the show. I want that audio book. I've just finished the audio book of um... Ridgely. Yeah, Andrew Ridgely. You, you said it was a bit dull. Well, um, he didn't really 
for me, he didn't tell me anything necessarily surprising, and, and um, I found his pronunciation of certain words a little... Um, Go on. Well, he'd say things like... Um, he would say things like... Uh, surreal. So, surreal. So, surreal. What was his... What was the single he did after... Oh, the album he did. Son of Son Arthur. of Albert. Son of Albert. What was the single from it? It was called... There's one here called Shake. Yes, Shake is the one that was... Can we have a listen? Big in Australia, apparently. Big in... Okay. Here we go. Andrew Ridgely. Shake. Here we go. Oh, wrong fader. I'm gonna shake you Whip you up a frenzy in your heart Hang on, that intro sounds familiar. Well, I guess it would be nice if I could touch your body. I know not everybody's I got a body like you. Oh, there's a slightly indie vibe to his uh, voice. With me for frenzy. I'm gonna break you. We should be careful as we're trying game on the shows, I guess. You wish you'd love me from the start. Yeah, like a rag doll, baby, I'm not gonna play you, shock you later, then. He has a ponytail in this video. Does he? Yeah, and Kath comes round to look. I think I can see a ponytail there. Uh, oh, maybe it's bandana. Maybe. Wait for the drop. Outrageous. Too, too sexual for me. Too... Do you know too... what it reminds me of? Do you remember when, um, Take That or went their separate ways yeah. and Mark did his own stuff? Yeah. It's kind of pre-Mark uh, Owen, Mark Owen. No, 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 no. Mark Owen stuff was, uh, Mark Owen stuff was incredible. I'm not saying... Do you know what? Andrew Ridgely's book, it's, it's, it's unfair to call it dull. It just didn't tell me everything yeah. I really wanted to know. Do you want to hear a great but song? he never is going to tell is, you that. This is a great song. I've seen him before. <laughs> He came up, I saw him perform this on Rise TV show. Yeah. I genuinely love this. Then he tells like little stories. He'll tell a little story. Here we go. Because he went a bit sort of like brick poppy, didn't he? Yeah, he went, he stopped bathing and stuff. Go on. The thing is, I find it off putting that he sounds like, like my male cousin. Okay. I genuinely I think this is a great song. My mum met Take That. They stayed at the hotel she was working in. Oh. My sister was a massive Take That fan. We're talking bedroom walls covered in Take That posters. She was a Howard 
fan. She used to um, write these um, incredible, add to these incredible kind of um, round-robin letters that used to go around. Fans that didn't know each other would pass it on to a friend, to a friend, yeah. to a friend. There would be like this amazing, like, pages and pages of stuff. She was in a, you know, she was a, a fan, a proper fan. And when my sister had a horrible car accident, mum was working at this hotel and take that came to stay. Yeah. And mum got, was told they weren't allowed to talk to anyone and they mustn't be approached or anything. Yeah. But mum thought bollocks to that, my daughter's just had a horrible accident yeah. and this is my one chance. So she got talking to Mark um, and with his help, she got all their signatures on a get wow. well card and he was lovely. And Mark wrote a song about your sister. Here it is, it's called Mark Owen, Believe in the Boogie, dedicated to your sister. That's a great line from the Albert Hall to the Uni Ball, how the mighty fall. That's a great line. This is brilliant. There's something of the Davy Jones about Mark. There is a bit of the Davy Jones. I think it's time to reassess Marco in solo career. I'm going to say something really silly here. Lorraine will come to you in a second. We're going to get the end of this story about this bloody cat. It's the last. We, did we do it? Well, I mean, no, there's more. I wonder if there's a Mark... I'm just typing in the words, Mark Owen, best of. I'm just typing in the words, um... um uh, 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 surprisingly... Let's try, let me just try again. Mark Owen, best of. Let me just... No, let me try... Let me just try Mark Owen, greatest hits. Because I tell you now, if there is a Mark Owen, greatest hits... I would buy it. There isn't. Someone Did you do there. two albums? Yep. Buy two albums then. Well, Stop being want, tight. I don't want the filler. I want the killer. Paul Dunan's just followed me on Twitter. Who so else? Paul Dunan. Yeah. There we go. Exactly. Can we do, finish this story about the cat? Then we'll do the ads and we're going to speak to our good friend Lorraine. Potatoes flummoxed owner has no idea how her pet got the ocular aberration. She smacked him around the head with a bit of two before. I don't know if it's some genetic condition, she says. Fortunately, others appreciated Potatoes' kooky eyes, saying, <laughs> My heart is melting! And I'm so in love with his eyes. And just like Dumbo's oversized ears, the kitty's once lampooned look has propelled him to stardom. Potato has racked up an eye-popping 34,252 Instagram followers and counting in less than two years. Even Norlene has started to embrace Potato's eyes. Oh, don't do that. It's bad for them. Yeah. Saying it sure does make a memorable look. Potato isn't the first pet to become a social media star due to a bizarre visage. Don't you just going to list Grumpy Cat and all that. Last stupid. month, the internet fell in love with these Cocker Spaniels' freakishly long eyelashes. Click here. Don't, no, don't click. You're falling down. A, this is what they do. They've got you now Your by the horn. Your has got me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They've got you by the horn. We've got the story of Potato Head. Mr. This is Chloe and Nana, Italian okay. puppies. No, you're just right. We're oh, gonna... no, I'm watching an advert. Okay. Um, and, and Must we, buy Peloton. We, we, please hit the advert button, maybe. Thank you. 
Experience the unconventional. Evening, boss. The unpredictable. And the completely unorthodox. Exactly. With rule free Ian Lee. The late night alternative with Ian Lee. I've got no internet for the last four days. On talk radio. We are the mainstream media. And I love it. Let's go to Lorraine. Good evening, Lorraine. Good evening to you both. Hey, Lorraine. Lorraine, how can, how can we help you or how can you help us? No, I was just really interested in hearing about your migraine experience. Oh, yeah, go on. Um, I suffer, I used to message you years ago about them when you had them terribly. Yeah. I still get them and they're the bane of my life. They really are. Has, and has, did they offer you this, this magnet treatment? Never, ever heard of it. Um, it sounds like bullshit. So how do you, um, how do you cope with it then? I, um, mine are really bad when I'm stressed and I've had a lot of stress over the last three years. Yeah. A lot of stress, like all the big changes, I've had them and moving and dealing with parents passing away and all manner of things and every time I get stressed it just gives me these migraines and I'm on um Sumatriptin. That was it. Well, that was the thing. That didn't that yeah. worked for me a little bit, but then it stopped working yeah. after a while. Yeah. It stopped working for me now. I have to take the double dose every time and that makes it last. You you get a migraine hangover and if people haven't got them they don't understand about I don't know if you had it, I get the distortions I can't see properly and I, mine was, I would get the, I would get like, I would see spots, I would see stars, and then mm -hmm. I would sort when the migraine kicked in, I'd sort of go, bl it was this weird blindness, right, where I couldn't yep. see, but I could now, I could like walk, if I, I, I couldn't really walk, but I, I could make my way to the bathroom, but I would also was kind of convinced that I was blind, it was a weird yep. kind of thing, and the pain, it's the pain, the pain, the pain, the pain, the pain, the pain, my god. I have never experienced anything like it. If I had a gun, I would shoot myself in the head. That's not yeah. an exaggeration because the pain is awful. And, and I, the only ways that would ease, that would make me comfortable is I had to be somewhere really cold. So if it was the middle of the night, I would go and sit and, and open all of the windows or sit in my car and put the AC on freezing. And I would have to contort into the most twisted positions. Mm -hmm. And I don't know what that contortion was doing, but my God, it's the pain, Lorraine. Oh, mm. and I would get them from when from about the age of eight, and yeah, now same. now I see it was stress, and now I'm not mm. leading such a. I am out of some of the most stressful situations. Mm. I haven't had one for a couple of years, but it was it was stress, and uh, imagine being Lorraine. Imagine being so stressed at eight, and I, you said you were as well. Yeah. That you'd get a migraine like that, that your body, yeah. your brain, whatever, would do that to you. Yeah, mine, mine, um, I don't, they thought I had epilepsy. Right. Um, I got one, I, I remember it was a really hot day, I was dehydrated and that triggered my first one. Yeah. Um, the doctor mentioned epilepsy and then I think, I was convinced I had epilepsy and I was stressed about it and I was really worried. And Just come a little bit closer to the mouthpiece, Lorraine, it's getting a little Sorry. bit more. That's all right, don't worry. Yeah, so um, then you started worrying that you had epilepsy. Exactly. And I didn't, but I was having, like, fit like fit. I used to pass out with them. So yeah. Because a youngster doesn't know what to do with the pain and no. can't cope. But no. I just used to pass out. Um, and I had an ear piercing done two years ago, a special piercing on a pressure point. Yeah. Uh, when I had an absolutely awful one, and it 
the relief was immediate. It felt like the press was going, and it worked for a year. And and then my mum passed away last year, and it it still built brought it all back. It built up again. Yeah. Do you throw up with your migraines? If I do, it goes more or less straight away. If I do. and that's what the, I used to have the spray and the injections, right. and I used to do the spray, yeah. and I would throw up immediately. But it's just the thought of throwing up yeah. when you've, you're like that, and it feels like it's also, it feels like your brain's come loose, and every yeah. time you move your head, your brain you rattling See, around. See, the throwing up wouldn't make me feel better. In, normally, if you've got like an upset stomach, you throw up and you feel better. But mm-hmm. for me, the migraines, I would throw up. But I'd be throwing up, not feeling better after, and also being being sick with that pain going on mm-hmm. at the same time. What was great for me is I knew it was coming to an end is I would start shivering. My whole body would just start shaking and shivering. And I think, oh, thank God it's coming to an end. And about five minutes after that, I'd just have a really bad headache, mm. which I could cope with. Yeah. It's torture. It's torture. Yeah. And people who don't have it, just don't, it's not a headache. It's not, you know, the, the only connection between that and a headache is it's in your head. But it ain't a headache, man. It's like comparing, um, you know, a sprained wrist to, to, to being, being paralysed. It's just, it's just completely different. Yeah, it, it really, it, and it, it, it depresses me because if I make plans to go out and I wake up in the morning and even without opening my eyes, I know I'm going to have yeah. one. I can just feel it like creeping up it's just like here i am and you can't do a darn thing about it i just remember i turned down jobs because i was worried i'd get a migraine i turned down jobs and i remember i was really worried i hadn't had one for a while but i was really worried i was going to get one when i did i'm a celebrity i thought god what happens oh yeah if i get and i I was building myself up into a state where i was almost inducing one because i was really worried but i've turned out i've turned down jobs abroad and stuff years ago because i was worried that i'd get a migraine and would just be useless to anyone i can understand that totally totally Uh, yeah uh um you have my sympathy you have my sympathy uh lorraine and i hope that you find some more tricks and you know things that 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 work for you and give you a little bit of freedom i I am i am two or three years free of migraines so i genuinely think that there is it, I, I, I don't know how I did it. I don't, you know, I think it was getting away from stress, really. But I, I hope you get that freedom that I've got. No, I'm pleased for you. Yeah, I've I, yeah, my, I've got my fingers crossed too. Wicked. Me, me too, Lorraine. Yeah. I really hope it works out for you. Thanks, Thanks a lot. Yeah. Cheers. Thanks. Take care. Bye bye. You found the machine. Yeah. It's, it's a big. It's, I had it slightly wrong. It's not two things. It's like a big grey thing you hold on the back of yeah, your head. Handles that you hold on the side. This is from 2014. Um, the, the Mail Online. Hope for migraine sufferers as gadget that zaps pain with the push of a button is approved. Yeah. Oh. Nice has approved the portable transcranial magnetic device for use. The hairdryer-sized gadget sends electrical pulses it's to the brain to short circuit the electrical storm that causes the symptoms of a migraine. After a single zap, 40% of patients remain pain-free for at least two hours. 29% stay without pain for at least 24 hours, and patients can now be referred for treatment with the device by their GP. Oh, for, only 40%? I thought it was mm. higher than that. They kind of implied to me that I was I was the uh, anomaly by not having any relief. Well, it talks about this controlled trial. So 164 migraine patients treated with a single transcranial me- magnetic stimulation, and 39% were pain-free two hours later. 
Um, in a separate study, three quarters of patients with migraine who were treated repeatedly with the transcranial magnetic device had a reduction in headache frequency, even those with chronic migraine. It was me. It was me. I got to keep it for a few months, and uh, but it didn't. It didn't work. Isn't that fascinating? I had one at work when we worked at the BBC. And it was on a Saturday because I would do a show in Birmingham. This is when we were working in Luton. I would do a show in Birmingham and then I would drive to Elstree to host a Big Brother yeah. show. But so quite often what I would do is I would do the Birmingham show but in the studio in Luton. And you'd be put in this tiny little studio. And um, so I'm doing this show and I've got a headache. I think it's just a headache. And I took some Nurofen. I thought, it's a headache. I can get through it. And then five minutes into the show, I thought, this is not a headache. This is a migraine. I'm screwed. And I tried to get through it. Got about 20 minutes into it. And I'm thinking, I'm, I'm going to die. And so I'm messaging the team in Birmingham saying, I cannot do this. I'm, I'm dying. I literally said I'm dying, which they thought was hilarious. And I was asking, there was a guest on. I remember I said to the guest, so what happened next? And I just asked that, and I pressed the mute button, and I threw up into the bucket, and then I came back and went, aha, muted, luckily they found another host in Birmingham that could do the show, and then one of, was it Carol? No, one it Gail. Gail, one of the people who worked there got a phone call from my wife saying, I'm worried about Ian, and she came down, and I'm there topless, because yeah. I'm trying to get cold, and I'm in that kind of, you know, that slightly palsied position where you have your arms and your hands curled up. I was like that. And she said, are you all right? I said, I'm fine. I just need to sit here for the next couple of hours. It was horrible. Horrible, horrible, horrible. Dave's on the line. Good evening, Dave. Hello, Ian. Um, just talking about that device. Yes. I think it's called a Gamma Core. Oh, go right? on. And, uh, because I suffer from cluster headaches. Aye, those, and those, have I got it right? Cluster headaches are also known as suicide headaches. Yeah, they are, Because yeah. people kill themselves because it's so painful mm. that yeah. they would, would, that they take their own lives. It's, well, I've seen it mentioned loads of times that they're one of the worst pains known yeah. to man. Yeah. Oh, I've read oh. about it. I'm so, I'm so, I'm so grateful I never got those. Yeah, well, currently I'm not in a in a cluster at the moment, but I was, was earlier this year. They do come in bouts like clusters, and you're right saying it's because of the word headache. People just don't really understand. Yeah, take take a few pills and and, and, and you'll be all right. And yeah. Come back in half an hour. And no, 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 no. This yeah. is and and you know we're not playing top trumps here. But from what I have read, you know, you, you think a migraine's bad. <laughs> Cluster headache is, is is supposed to be way beyond that. How often do you get them, Dave? Um. Well, when I'm in a in a, in a cluster, you you get them every day, or you might get uh, several every day. Or worst case is you'll get a dozen in a day, and uh, you can only use sumatriptan injections. Right. Like you can only use two of those a day because it's heavy stuff. Yeah. And I've got two tanks of oxygen, and you you. Um, you breathe in pure oxygen. Does that help? Because I remember, yeah. I had to, I had to, we called out an ambulance once when I had a migraine, and they, uh, they gave me oxygen, and that didn't right. do a lot for me, but that helps, does it? Oh, it does, yeah, it helps me. Uh, there are some people who, you know, the sumatriptan, you know, eventually wears out, and even, well, even on some strong attacks, I'll be on the oxygen for like half an hour, 45 minutes, and it's still... Still got the headache, you know. Mate, it's um. Oh, do you do you have a trigger? Do you know what causes causes them? Um, 
there's maybe certain um, odours, like there's uh, strong, strong smells, like there's some cleaning, uh, cleaning products yeah. might do it, or some people get petrol. Really? Alcohol, yeah, alcohol can be a trigger for me as well. What, drinking or smelling? Uh, there's drinking for me. And what, you're saying if you smell like Dettol or something, that can or, set you off? Well, maybe not, uh, certain, like, strong, strongly, yeah. uh, um, you know, volatile, yeah. whatever they are, chemicals and stuff. Yeah. Right. yeah. Dave, uh, listen, we have to go, we're at the end of All the right. show, but no, but thank you so much for sharing that, and again, as the same with our last caller, I got my fingers crossed that you, 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 you get a, an extended period of freedom from them. Well, hopefully, yeah, I would, I, they are, they're tailed off. When I first got them, they were just awful and yeah. terrible, but they are tailing off, so hopefully I'll get to fingers crossed. Dave, thank you very much. I remember a doctor telling me, and I've heard it from people, you can, you can grow out of migraines. You, you kind of get to your early forties and they can. Evening, Daryl! Good evening. Thank you for rescuing my computer. Oh, you're very welcome. Oh, I did panic for you. I panicked, I panicked her because I thought there's nothing worse than getting home and realising you've left your charger. They're bloody expensive, those ones. They, they are, are as well. But it meant I couldn't do any work on my computer, which was great. Good, yeah. So good. 5830, young man. Well, I'm say, my, my ex-girlfriend's mum used to get migraines. And she but she used to get them whenever she travelled. And she lived in Berkshire. And she used to come and travel to see us in Manchester, where we live in Manchester. Um, and every time she travelled, every time she drove up the country, she used to get a migraine. And she used to come, spend three days in bed. And then go back home again. Oh. Horrible, that, isn't it? It is, it is, um... I did wonder if maybe it was me, um, after well, a while. Manchester is a, is hey. a, a shithole. Hey. I'm joking, this is Tom hey. Radio! Duh. Set free your mind. Let your fancy take flight. Conversation gets curiouser by the glow of moonlight. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio.